0: Yo, welcome into the Section One Hundred and Nine podcast. If you thought you've heard a really stupid podcast before, brace yourselves.
1: The Four Two Three Soccer Pod hasn't even started. Chill,
0: dude. Wow. wow. Okay, that was slightly savage.
2: <laughs> we made it thirty seconds. Yep. Not even thirty seconds. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm your producer, Jay. Um, I'm with my two co-hosts, and they'll introduce themselves.
1: Uh, number one, I miss you, Todd and Jim. Let's do a a, a pod soon together. Um, this is Breezy. I'm the, one, is, I'm the
2: one taking needless shots at our friends. This is Matt Coniglio.
1: And Matt, who are, we, uh,
0: who are we in the studio with?
2: We have in the studio today esteemed guests worldwide known for hijinks <laughs> and all kinds of weird things. And podcasts and radio podcasts, shows and Podcasts, radio shows, and... crazy videos, missing the crossbar. Ooh.
0: Ooh.
2: We got Wooly and Farns. Ooh, also known as the game day operations and
1: director of OGA, which is Wooly Peter Wilcock, and the director of ticketing and soccer camps, Reed Farnsley. Hey, hey guys, (laughs) welcome. I don't know if they ever said their real names on their uh,
3: radio show on ESPN. No, couldn't they couldn't break character. The characters are too good. We never, so occasionally, <clears throat> this is Barnes, by the way, and occasionally <laughs> I would say Wooly's real name, and it was weird because we would kind of look at each other like, wait, that's my, re-, you know. So everyone knew us as Wooly Farns on the show. So I think we always we tried to say William and Farns when we were talking
0: into mics. It's funny because when I when I told Rachel you guys were coming over, I was like, yeah, Wooly and Farnes are coming over, and she was like, you mean Pete and Reed. yeah yeah sure
1: and you'll be able to pick out peter really well because as soon as he talks he's the only one with a british accent here
2: he is an englishman
1: now we know we've been talking about this he's from birmingham alabama he's just really good he just likes to pronounce it birmingham you you just will not let it go will you You never he's from every time
4: every time i talk you know you're questioning
1: it and yet, you're, you're never
4: quite sure. Is he is he from England or is he not?
1: That's I've been asking that since the day I met
2: you. Yeah. L- listen, your your English is as good as Matt Aldred's Alabama. Oh, I mean, he he had a <laughs> that's a hot, great he had a great accent. That's high. I
4: mean, that's, that's high praise. Was, oh, it was solid. No, he he did a great job on the uh, Alabama.
3: Well, in all fairness, have you heard? Not yet. I think we may we need a little bit more I'm Hutton and Smith. Belay on inside of Wooly, but you need to hear his Ringgold. Let's go, Ringgold. Hell yeah! <laughs> I I'm
0: gonna have to actually request that we have to hear that before the end of the podcast yeah
4: i'll 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 crack that out later okay good yeah we'll warm up it wouldn't
0: it wouldn't be proper if you didn't so so what we're gonna do today even though we've pretty much already started the pod we are gonna do with that sewing psl segment i know a lot of our listeners have been missing out so breezy do you
1: want me to jump into it yeah let's jump right into it all right let's go
0: best song in the world
1: it's been it's been too long since i've heard that it
0: really has been i don't remember the last time we just had so many good interviews that we've just jumped straight into them so i uh i did not prepare anything and i didn't who who prepared the that's mps i've
1: got it producer Jay. so if you will click on that link in the show notes right there and bring it up i'm not looking matt's not looking at it. it so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ask you guys a question how much do you know about professional soccer in botswana uh, <laughs> uh not a great
3: deal. How do you say zero in Botswanian?
1: <laughs> I, I that is a good question. I don't even know if that's the right language. So I'm glad that we're uh, all <laughs> but- on the same page <laughs> here. Um so what I want to do is I want to some who wants to read from the top uh some of those names. Of I teams? I think I think
0: the British accent All, so. right. all right
1: uh Orpa United
4: Gia, Jowang, those, Galaxy. Joaneg? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Township Rollers, B R Highlanders, uh, the Prison Eleven, garb- garb- G- G- Gaborone? Gaborone. <laughs> uh and then
0: Gabarona United. Uh, they, they must. That must be a derby. B D F Eleven. Oh, then the Police Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I like <laughs> that name. For them. The prison. The prison. Wait, versus hang police. on.
2: B D F is Botswana Defence Force. Oh. Damn. So they have... They have su- Maybe I do something. I knew something about the bots. Easy. Wait, Easy. Can, I,
0: can I preempt what you're
4: about to say? Go ahead. One of these teams is joining the NPSL for
1: 2020? <laughs> uh, they're not near crazy <laughs> enough. That would be yes. very NPSL, though. Some might say that would be they, so NPSL. They like
0: sustainability. Continue.
2: We're so, also missing a security systems and a miscellaneous.
0: Miscellaneous is <laughs> Number 16. That's, the, that's a team I would definitely play for.
2: I, so
1: Botswana football is <laughs> might be more uh, NPSL than even the NPSL with security systems, prisons, police, gunners, and uh, miscellaneous as, as team names. In, and, and don't I,
2: forget the national defense force. Like that's incredible. So
1: that's what I got, boys. I just I wanted to. to uh, I, I, I ran across that, and that seemed like the most NPSL thing I'd seen all week. Fantastic, Chase. We move straight into the interview.
0: Yeah. Do you want to do the good interview intro? That I think we haven't you should. Done forever. Right. Oh, yeah. Are you, you going to hit the right button? I'm going to hit the right button. Here we go. Not that this interview needed an intro, but we do have some things we want to ask you guys. So we're going to jump right into it. I'll let Matt take this one from the top. Well, actually, can I stop oh, you right now? Whoa, 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 oh, dude. Already hey, hold already on. I, in. Hold I get it. I get it. You're hold, in the lab. Hold on. All right. We I get thought,
4: it. well, first of all, we thought we'd hijack the whole pod, you know, and just do a William Farns episode. But uh, <laughs> that but might no, we, be the best content we'd, but,
1: for sure, the best content we'd put out. We we we, uh, we went against that. So
4: instead, you know, because you guys have been doing an awesome job at this podcast, thank you, sir. All right, we've been really enjoying listening to it. We thought, you know, we don't want to come empty-handed tonight, did we, Farns? Nope. So we brought you guys some gifts. Okay. Oh my gosh! Uh, wow. And I know this isn't going to make for great viewing because, you know. Is it a Nisa schedule? Well,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right on cue. We could take pictures and put it on Twitter so uh, that people can see what, what we're talking thought. about. we yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. We
4: thought that could be, right.
0: Um, so go ahead and give me my present. Let's, let's go
4: it's ahead. Okay. Jay, let's give you yours. Here. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, we know how much sort of camera I, gear and all that kind of stuff that you bring to CFC guess? games. Can I you, guess? Yeah, no, you
0: can guess. I think it sucks.
1: Well, let's find out. Okay, here we go. The suspense for those uh, at home who can't see, which is all of you, producer Jay had the. Uh, <laughs> which is all of you. He has the present on his forehead while he's guessing. It's wrapped. This,
0: what is this?
1: Is this a bag? Yes. Yes. I know that you love
4: very cheap and open. nasty <laughs> soccer bags. So it's a drawstring bag. Is, is yes. To bring all your camera gear to CFC. Games. Oh my gosh! And I thought, look at that. Oh my gosh! Wow. I've it's never, perfect.
0: I've never, uh, like, when I wear this, I'll will be the coolest kid in Finley. All right, you up
4: next. Uh, and sorry, Jay, I think that one was probably the worst one. out, That's the, out <laughs> of the three. Okay, well, you know, fi- but it fits
0: me, so. Uh Andrew, you, you Thank next. Thank you. Mr. All Greasy. right.
4: And uh, this is this is sort of um, the idea behind this one is your love of tifo. I guess is uh, oh. what kind of got uh, finds and eyes
2: inspiration for this. We're just uh, going to throw re- things on the lab. Uh, was it floor. was it one of the tifos that you stole?
1: No.
4: Oh, Dude, no. It and this actually, this tifo too can, soon, to be honest. Can now be brought into the bedroom.
1: Heyo, my kind of tifo. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa.
0: Breezy, open uh, presents like my grandma. This is wrapped so
1: well. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, what is it? <laughs> it's two pillowcases that are they tie dye.
0: I think open them up, Breezy.
1: I'm working
3: on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're going to see it. The listeners be... are dying to see <laughs> is what it, these are like. Is this pre painted Tifo? Describe what you're seeing
2: as you open it. Yeah. It was. Oh, print, my. It was printed by the Nashville Office.
4: How happy is your wife going to be when you get home tonight and you, uh, you say, hey, I've got two new pillowcases? Oh, my God. Look
2: at
0: those. Is those fantastic. are sick. That is really cool, right? Dude, hold it up for a pic so we can put it on Twitch.
1: There oh my go. gosh. All right. Wait, did you just say put it on Twits? Yeah, I okay, don't know where last, that came from. Last one. It's <laughs> for
4: Mr. Klinger. <laughs> this That's, is really
0: cool. Matt, this is for you. You so. have a present. I do. I really wanted so so- probably the I most, really
2: wanted socks.
4: Probably the most intellectual of the group. You know? We felt like this this was gonna
0: be, you know, the most appropriate, well, th- that's appropriate her- gift hey, for you. Why, that's do you why, why do you think he's on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I can't do it. So we can hear himself talk. Oh my gosh, what is this?
2: Soccer IQ. Hey! Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. Hey. It's for it's to
2: improve. Cabot.
4: Cover to cover, <laughs> we want to get
0: and maybe is, well, my, is, maybe my, ana- an-
2: is my analysis that bad?
0: <laughs> no, Matt's going to text you tomorrow and be like, "That book wasn't really good."
1: <laughs> well, actually,
2: you know, we made some good points, but you know, that's beautiful.
1: Thank you, guys. They came bearing gifts. Thank you guys so Man. much. So far, it's been my favorite podcast. Setting the <laughs> yeah. setting the setting the bar very high for future guests. Bearing gifts, bringing their own beverages. This is amazing. Hey-o. Mm-hmm. Hey, had a baby. Had a baby. You won't know who that was. All right. So after sure. that, let's uh, let's dive right into. Uh, well, we we don't have to do any rapid fire with you guys. We can leave those to the end. We don't need any icebreakers. We know each other well. Let's go back to the beginning of your soccer journeys. Um, Let's start with you, Wooly, if that's all right. Mm. Um, you can start wherever you want, uh, preferably when you were a little Wooly. Okay, yes. Kind of share your soccer <laughs> journey. <laughs> a Woolito, if you will, <laughs> and share it coming up to, uh, I guess, now, basically.
4: Yeah, so I think my first memory, really distinct memory of, uh, of soccer and football, as we call it in England, uh, is actually one of my best friend's dad uh, invited me to go and see a Exeter City, uh, football match which shout was, out exeter which was my uh, local local team to from where i from where i'm from awesome and uh, yeah my friend didn't want to go so my friend's dad said well look, would you want to go so i went with him um and uh, it was a pl- it was a derby uh it was uh, a, i'm sorry what? It was, what it was a derby what? match it was a derby match between derby. uh our rival uh plymouth argyle um and it was oh, it was incredible i mean it was such an incredible experience i must have been about oh, i guess about about 12 i think but the atmosphere was just incredible and uh what's the
1: exeter ground like if you don't mind me it's, asking. It,
4: at that time it was pretty pretty old pretty dated um old sort of stands and such and it's pretty small i mean the max capacity is about nine thousand. Hmm. um but those games were huge. They're, they're the biggest games sure. of the season. And uh, and Plymouth is only about sort of 45 minutes away. So they had their whole sort of away section and they were just going bananas. And I just remember as the sort of game was going on that the advertising sort of boards around where the away supporters um, was basically being carried by the stewards because the fans have just been kicking it, <laughs> smashing it up. And then there was chairs flying over some of the stands. I mean, it was... Wild. It was, it was wild. And... Uh, Uh, sort of one of our, it was a player manager at the time, sort of squared up right in front of where I was sort of sat against one of the Plymouth players, you know, they were sort of pushing with each other and a little argy bargy. Oh yeah. And he got sent off and the whole crowd's going crazy. And I think we lost, you know, but Mm. just the whole experience was just like, this is incredible, you know, and I was just like, I want more and more and more. So, uh, you know, that's, that's where it started. And, um, you know, I only live sort of 10 minutes from the ground walk, you know, so, Uh, would just then regularly go and see games and started to you know uh, make friends there and then you know um just that was a big big part of my life uh until i went off for for college and and stuff but yeah that was the earliest sort of memory um didn't really play that much soccer i'm actually playing a lot more soccer now than i did when i was younger really i I was actually a water polo uh sort of player Uh, so you were a swimmer yeah I i started out with um little bit of swimming and then went into water polo and then did water polo right up to the national level um and so i was always doing that never really soccer but i always loved watching soccer um so that's kind of where it started and it's uh you know i love i love the game and so it's it's a real i mean when i moved to chattanooga in 2015 i mean it was uh it was pretty incredible to sort of meet with the with tim and crew and and the other guys Sheldon. Um, you know, and then the opportunity to to come and work for a club was just like a dream come true. So, um, so yeah, that was kind of a bit of my backstory yeah, there.
2: Very cool. Can we can cause like before we move on to read? Can we talk about how you your first ever game your team lost to a t- team with <laughs> Argyle in its name? Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. blame of Argyle. Oh. N- never one to miss the details, man. We and, hate, and we like hate Argyle
2: is Also, like side note. How do they not wear like knee high Argyle socks, like as their kind of, like, like kit wear?
4: I mean, they're missed what they're, they're green and white is their thing, and they're called the Pilgrims, you know, uh, is their nickname, club <laughs> name. But oh man, they're a terrible, terrible club,
1: you know. It sounds like, sounds like a bunch of assholes. Is that because you know. <laughs> everyone was trying to
2: leave? Is that how they got the name I, Pilgrim? I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> probably, that's probably what it's from. <laughs>
1: There's an exeter exit joke to be made here as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very true. Like when they exit the football league. <laughs> hey, hey uh, easy. actually,
4: actually, second in the league right now, looking Bad. really good. We're in league two, uh, looking for promotion. Get... Oh yeah, I mean it would they be came, awesome to go up. In,
2: in fairness, they came really, really close last year to yeah, playoff, yeah. right?
4: Yeah. yeah, no, we've been in the playoffs last two years, and mm. we've um, yeah lost lost playoff finals to go up. So yeah, this year really, really hoping that they can do the business and. A nice fact, actually, when we did the supporter ownership um, campaign ah, yes. last year, uh, I was able to sort of reach out to their the Extra as a supporter owners uh, own club. Uh, oh, very a, cool! Had a supporters trust, um, and they bought a share in the club, which is awesome. It's and then cool. Chadniger bought. Um, we're now you know part of their members trust as well. Um, wow, awesome. so, that, so that was really cool. And I got to meet some of the guys when I was home uh, last year for a game some of their some of their trust uh folks and that was that was really awesome and so that's been really cool to sort of create sort of a link um and the CFC
0: awesome. owners jersey is in the uh, club museum and in, in Oh, Exiton. really? Yeah. So that's pretty Good cool. Good stuff. Hey, by the way, uh happy anniversary for you know, I, th- I know we missed that a few days ago, but it was a—it ah, was just yes. a year ago the other day because I bought my house on the exact same day I bought the shares of the club. That's funny. We were Ooh, all looking around there for a second, thinking, did that—did that, we, did that happen missed- to
2: screw up your closing? <laughs> did
4: the- I get married? <laughs> and
1: didn't you know, know I, it. I was like, I was like, is Pete skipping his anniversary? You really are the best podcast guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so—I'm uh, actually so relieved it's not my anniversary. That would have been awkward if we remembered—if <laughs> Jay remembered for me at 7:51. Uh, <laughs>
3: It's very true. <laughs> I would be in trouble. All right, Reed. <laughs> Reed, tell us about your soccer journey, my friend. So my soccer journey started <clears throat> when I was younger. I think it's an American thing to play soccer at a young age and then usually fizzle out as you get into middle school and the high school. And there's a, um, a portion of the population that it doesn't fizzle out for. And instead of choosing baseball or American football or anything else, or basketball, those are kind of the other three, soccer's the fourth. Yeah, correct. Uh, A couple friends and I chose soccer, and we just kept going with it. Mm-hmm. And um, grew up in Jackson, Mississippi, and remember, you know, thinking of like the genesis of my soccer career, uh, soccer um, exp- uh, experience, I'll never forget, this is just a side note, or th- seeing my dad he was our coach and that's why american soccer i think currently is not so hot we have a bunch of parents coaching teams <laughs> and my dad had never played well soccer done. before <laughs> my dad had never played soccer before here he is our coach he the drills he ran for our team were exactly what i read and and see now in coaching tutorials which often OJA puts on they say do not do this are you turning down my mic Okay. Farns, so, Farns just
0: got pissed that I was turning down his <laughs> mic. Like, what? Am I louder? Don't him censor my me. That's don't, offensive. Don't, okay, don't so censor you, me. so your dad was a uh,
3: he was the coach, and I remember I'll never forget seeing him pick up this soccer ball and kick it from one field to the other. And I thought, wow, that guy is just he can smash a soccer ball. And then now in my mind's eye, I see how he kicked the ball, and I realize, wow, that guy is anything but a soccer player. <laughs> But that just goes, I mean, he and I really appreciate what he did. He was a big um, proponent of me doing what I wanted to do. Do you mm-hmm. like soccer, Farns? Mm-hmm. He even called me Farns back then. He's like, do you like soccer, Farns? He's <laughs> like, yeah, I like soccer. And so I kept on doing it. <laughs> but um, all that to say, it was a very parent-led um, journey gosh my uh, quote-unquote travel or select team was coached by a parent mm. and then we got into high school it was coached by a parent mm. and then we got I, I didn't play collegiately, and um, so where were you, were you back in Chattanooga or
1: to say back were you in Chattanooga at this point or were you still in Mississippi
3: at this point yeah I was in Chattanooga so we came here in 94 when I was in about fifth grade and got involved with the readout program mm. locally and read out generals. Hmm, that's cool. And yeah, a parent has been my coach. I, this is all kind of just becoming aware to me and realize that I'm talking about it. A parent has been my coach every step of the way. And so I really appreciate these parents making the sacrifices they did. But um, it's also kind of like, wow, you know, it's that's kind of what American soccer is being led by. And yeah. I think for we're all in that, um, you know, late 20s, early 30s. Uh, I, I'm the oldest guy in the room right now. Right. I'm 35. So um, I don't have kids. But uh, our kids... (laughs) Eligible eligible bachelor friends. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. I would do want to... One of y'all needs a shout out at some point. Farns is single. Farns is single. DM the pod. DM the pod. We have his number. We'll get you. We
1: we will get you hooked up with his Tinder or whatever your dating app of choice is. And
3: actually, the only guys who listen to this this probably are like, you know, single dudes themselves. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's
2: actually not true. Our listenership is pretty diverse.
3: Yeah, and my mom isn't a single dude.
2: (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Touche. Is she single, though?
0: No. Oh. I figured figured somebody was going to ask after I said it, so thanks,
3: Breezy. I'm just looking out for Reed, but... um... (laughs) <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the, my um, soccer experience. And then I still play um, Sundays eight v eight with Wooly over here, and we have a blast. You also we play fun Tuesdays Five... futsal. Thanks, we dude. Play we on Tuesdays. Thank you outside. very much. We yep.
1: played last night. We had a nice win. Mm-hmm. But but because you also Felipe
3: left... Oliveira has been added to our team. Yeah, I learned that today. Oh, I'm happy about that. That's a good signing. It that's, is a good signing. It was
2: it was an important signing for the club.
3: And actually, he's also been signed to our eight v eight on Sunday. Yeah, yeah,
4: Felipe, if nice. you're listening, thank you. Unbelievable. He's he's been scoring some unbelievable goals on Sunday for us. I mean, there was one last week actually, and uh, I mean, he he took it around about five guys, and then and then just this incredible shot. And we were everyone was just stood around, just being like, "Yeah, it's a really good goal." You want
0: <laughs> So so my my favorite part of that is like. Wooly's soccer journey is so like genuine and real, and by the end of Reads, we're talking about Felipe Oliveira. Yeah, no, no. So I want—I I,
3: I, I don't think Wooly and I have a much could have a much different soccer um, growing up because look, professional oh yeah, for soccer. Sure. Me see I can't see pro soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could, but well, I mean now I can. But growing up, hey. no, I couldn't even see it on TV. That's right. Um, you know, now the Chattanooga Football Club are are pro. Now kids, and that, that gets back to my other point, which is that. The, our kids that we're raising, if if y'all the other four men in this room, you know, or me, if I ever have kids, you know, if we have kids and we become their coaches, we have this soccer IQ which is miles above
2: our parents. Than our parents. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. after after I read the book, after you read the yeah. book, your soccer <laughs> IQ will be out this
3: roof. <laughs> I wonder
1: I do want to rewind a little bit though, because I think you left out a key part of your soccer journey. See,
3: Reed Farnsley played for Chattanooga Football Club. Mm. No, uh, that's actually factually. Incorrect. Did you make the team? I made the team. Thank you. Were you so he you, has a
0: picture in a jersey. Yep. Listen,
3: listen. I was on that Looks roster good, photo too. in the in the stands. Yeah. So I, I made the team in 2010 and 2012, and every week is a battle to get in that top 18 that dresses, and I never cracked that top 18. Oh, my goodness, did I want to. 2010, Brian Crossman was the coach, and I don't think I even had a sniff of it. 2012, that was Bill Elliott's first year, and I remember towards the end of the season, I was just... I was sleeping well. I was eating well. I was feeling sharp. I was playing well, and I—I I think I came close. But that's about the time they were getting ready to go to playoffs in uh, California. And the last thing they're going to do is spend cash on Farns to uh, fly out to Cali to uh, so that, so that, that deserves a. Oh no.
1: See, I disagree. This whole idea that like I didn't make the team because Turn my you didn't...
3: microphone back up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this whole idea that Farns didn't make the team because he wasn't making the 18 regularly
3: is false. You're on the 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 23-man He's... or 25-man roster counts as part of the team. You said that I played for CFC. I played in a scrimmage and that I felt like it was a dream come true. And we played against Covenant College and I got smoked. I was playing left back. Never played left back before. I'm left footed. It was like, there's 20 minutes left in the match. Like Reed and all the other scrubs get in. Farns get in there. All the other scrubs throw in there. And I got smoked so bad on this counter attack. And I've learned a lot since then. As I've gotten older, I've moved back to a more defensive position. Actually, Will and I are the starting uh, backs backs for our 8 V8 team. Yeah, 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 it's been a hush. It's been a journey. Yeah. I mean, I think it's (laughs) just
4: reality, isn't it? I mean, you just I can't I, I can't keep up with some of these guys. I mean they're so quick, you know. So it's like Welcome to America where? you're
0: tall and British, center back. <laughs> yeah, it's
4: like <laughs> Where where can I play and I don't have to run around as much? Okay. There right in the back.
1: I always viewed Wooly as more of a Peter Crouch type.
4: I, I see I used to. That's where I enjoy playing, but I just don't have the legs. Don't have the legs anymore. Mm-hmm. So, right. But but Reed is a great player to play with. You guys have played with him oh, as well. He yeah. tells us what to do. He's one of the best. I mean, best Reed, in town in, is, in our level playing because of his communication. Reed is, is unbelievable. genuinely, yes, yes,
1: it's that. Reed is genuinely my favorite player to play with. And I'm not just saying that because you're here, Reed. My favorite thing about you is that you communicate the whole game. You're mm-hmm. constantly talking. And if I'm not talking, you're mad at me. Like, Breezy, talk to me. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Tell me where I'm, you know. And that makes everybody on the field better. Yeah. We we miss you every time you're not there. Not just because you're a good passer and finisher and whatever else. And you score beautiful left-footed goals from impossible angles. Like, <laughs> like the other week. It's true. Uh, the thing that we miss most about you when you're not there is you're organizing the whole team. You're bringing everybody mm-hmm. together.
3: So I would encourage anyone listening to this pod to go to the open tryouts for Chattanooga Football Club. As I mentioned, uh, Matt Caniglio is known watch, for scoring watch goals. Watch Matt
0: score a goal. It's just
2: I, it's one every year. Every. Just, just one. It's every consecutive.
3: Time. And so and then come to so go to open tryouts and then come the next week to invitational tryouts and the open tryouts. There were any Joe? And Jane can come and try out the invitational. Obviously, must be, you must be invited by the coaching staff. So, the people, the players coming to the invitational are they're experienced players. They're the real deal. The open tryout, there are some real deal players there. However, for the most part, it's a bunch of uh, players who just, you know, want to have some fun, sign out for tryouts and get out there and have fun. So, it is quiet as a library mm-hmm. at. Open tryouts. Come to Inventational. It Screaming. is a bunch of usually British um, and, um, and then, Spanish and, then and then South Phil. American people, and Phil yelling at each other. But it's not yelling. It's yelling with. So breezy used the example that I was quote unquote mad. It's certainly not mad. It's communicating, right? If you're sure. if you're in a if you're in a dog fight in the air and I'm screaming like in star Fox, like "Watch my tail. It's not, (laughs) it's not directed at you. I'm not trying to be mean at you. It's like, let's get this done together. And, um,
1: Oh, it's my favorite. It's the best thing. It keeps me involved. It keeps me focused. It it lets me know that I'm not pulling my, you know, pulling my weight, but, also, doesn't isn't like hey, screw you. It's like hey, focus, get in, get in here.
2: It also just helps eliminate screw ups, yeah, especially in transition. And, and you're, if you're if someone's not near, yeah, the man they're supposed to be picking up, you can call and it, and, and
0: you're very descriptive too. It's like Jay, r- uh, red socks, breezy, pick up number zero, you, purple well, shirt. Like, it's well, a- <laughs> I mean, I always, I mean, look
4: at, I mean, do you remember Greg Hartley's communication? Yes, I mean, it was just so incredible. I mm. mean, it's if you watched him and how he you know, communicated to his, especially like the defenders, but he owned his box. He, he would keep those guys so concentrated, you know, and it's incredible, you know, and like, I think, you know, Reed definitely has a, a lot of that and it's a, it's a lot of fun to play with you.
3: I agree. And, and you're talking about, Hey, the guy in the red socks, Hey, the guy in the green toboggan, Hey, the guy in the blue boots. So yeah. when you play adult league, you get used to That's people yeah, maybe yeah. wearing sort of kind of the same color uniform. <laughs> so you have to pick out things that really stick out to Wooly's point. Wow, Greg Hartley was probably the best example of a communicator on the field.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. That's why he made yes. uh, both Matt and my best 11s. Mm-hmm.
2: I think he the, made our best 11s for being NPSL Golden Glove winner like four times. Yeah. He's, which in part was probably due to his communication skills. It's
1: pretty good. So Reed, uh, before we switch back to Willie, Reed, how did you end up coming to Chattanooga Football Club and, and working? Because you played for the for the club despite your protestations. You played for the club. You were on, you were on the roster. You were on the team. You were you were wearing blue. Uh, how did you end up working in, in the front office?
3: I love telling this story, and I've told it probably too many times. And I'm,
1: I genuinely don't think I know it.
3: So um, I played in, or, no, I did not play. I made the team in 2010, 2012, <laughs> and I had this affinity for Chattanooga Football Club and this affinity for soccer. And in about 2014, what it was is I. Um, I was working for a local grocery store, Enzo's Market, RIP Enzo's Market. Oh, all
1: right. It's, uh, sweet. it's pretty sweet south side. Uh, market South. R- market now south, it's yeah. Market yeah.
3: South, and it was just it was just five years ahead of its time. So yeah. I'm, I'm there, and one of the employees said, I'm working as a manager at this grocery store, and one of the employees says, hey, may I have Saturday night off? And I say, sure, what's going on? And they said, I'm going to be selling tickets at the Chattanooga Football Club match i said oh wow that sounds awesome i want to do that too so we both started taking saturday nights (laughs) off and selling tickets and i was working for a nice young lady named allison and allison if you're listening thank you for putting me in the ticket office it was a world cup year and so i was able to bring my laptop and watch world cup while i sold tickets people would walk up and be like hey what are you watching i'm like man i'm watching that italy france game you know and they would want to know the scores now i get to talk to them about that and that was exciting but I I um, i think
1: i bought tickets from you (laughs) I <laughs> probably office.
3: did. I was over there in, I was over there in the founder gate, Willie, yeah. where Willie and I are very familiar now with the founder gate. Um, so I'm, I'm selling I'm selling tickets and the season ends and I'm at Clyde's two weeks later. And um, after the season, and I run into Allison. and I'm like, Allison, how are you doing? What's going on? Are you still working for the Chattanooga Football Club? She said, no, I'm not. I just quit like last week. I said, Allison, I want to do your job. And she said, OK, well, I'll put you in touch with our general manager. And I reached out to him, and and a couple of weeks later, had an interview, and um, became uh, an employee of Chattanooga Football Club. A couple of weeks after that,
1: the first full-time employee in 2015. So right? I was a
3: part-time employee in the beginning. So I was a full. I, I had 40 hours a week. Half my time actually was dedicated to the academy, oh. and then the other half was dedicated to technical Football Club. That's just how simple, and you know the 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 low amount of funds that CFC had to dedicate towards. Work. The GM at the time and all the board members were unpaid. Sure. And I i, in, I was paid part time.
1: In 2015, I remember we were super excited because we found out that CFC had an employee. <laughs> so like we want, and, and here's why we were so excited: we were we had a, a parade. I don't know if you remember this. We had a parade in the winter time. I do remember so, yes. And you brought you showed up with a trophy, and you were like super available. Like Because you like showed up with a trophy on time, and you marched with us, and then you're like, and you, like, you guys need anything? Everything good? And then you were super nice, and then you like, left, and we're like, holy crap. There's n- He's not a volunteer. There's someone like, there's a real somebody. If we call
2: him, he has to answer his phone. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I, I do
3: remember that, actually, and it was the 2015 MPSL runner-up trophy. Do you mind playing the... The yellow button.
2: Yeah, but, but if we mention any of those other years, then don't press the button again. <laughs> gotcha.
3: Well, just because it was uh, another national championship yeah. that they, they didn't win. But man, that was an exciting year. So I want to segue into that. That's how Willie and I kind of started. Uh, we kind of met in a way that was, uh, was that your first match? The CFC was the national championship, the Cosmos match, Willie? Uh, I mean, I was, I, I guess I kind of helped out a little bit, but I, I didn't work that game. I, I was watching it. I think it was in 2000, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was 2016. You're doing OGA. You're working with it. And you're like, hey, I want to help you out doing the will call stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would love some help doing the will call stuff. And he's like bossing it and running it. And I'm stepping away from it and doing other stuff and thinking, man, I'm it in Peter's hands, leaving in Wooly's hands. And, um, (laughs) That's, so Willie's working for the club for free out of his love for the game, out of love for Chattanooga, out of his love for Chattanooga Football Club. As a proper lad would. As a proper lad would, and <laughs> his passion and his hard work um, got him to where he's at now. And I'm looking at your story notes, and he's the or the show notes, and he's the director of operations. He is in charge of that which he was volunteering for out of the yeah. goodness of his heart. And I mean, if you, if you have a good attitude and you work hard at something, you're going to get where you, where you need to be. And I mean, I'm going to brag on Willie for a moment. That's what he's done. Wow. Look where you're at now. Willie.
1: Game day ops, the director of game day ops. How does that feel?
4: Yeah, it's awesome. No, I mean, I think it was, uh, it was brilliant to, to help out, you know, and I really wanted to get involved in the club. I mm-hmm. mean, I already was on the foundation side, but not actually on the match day side. And that's when I started helping out with Reed on match days. And, I mean, who?
0: Oh God, I keep forgetting. I know right? it's so not that normal. Is, uh, tur- tur- hey, as soo- d- hey, as soon as I turn the I, camera on though, it's William Farns. Right, There's no Peter Reed. Right. We, we take those personas, but <laughs> to turn my mic up. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
4: I did. I did. So, um, yeah, I mean, we I started helping out with, uh, with Farns uh, in 2016. And I mean, you say he was the first, you know, yeah. full-time employee. I mean, and re Farnsley, uh, basically you know he he was doing everything yeah all the time um i mean he was now we have sort of departments and we have people working in those departments farns was basically all of those departments and um i mean it was incredible his his knowledge that he has for the for the club inside and out and you know even now you know we've got these new people new staff and a new team you know but they Everyone comes back to Fiorent, you know. How did we do this? How did we do that? You know, because he has that knowledge, you know, and that comes from being Experience. that person that was, you know, in charge of, of a lot of stuff, you know. So it was it was a really incredible working uh, with with and we, we have a great, you know, working relationship uh, on CFC stuff, and um, yeah, it's just been it's been really cool to to work together and you know and see how the club's grown.
0: That's really awesome. So I know <coughs> we kind of ran over how you guys began to work together. And do things together. So, where where did Wooly and Farns come from? Now, I know their nickname's correct, but like there there's a bit more to the Wooly and Farns persona. I'm going to
3: let Wooly kick this one off. All
0: right. Oh, well, I was actually going to go to you because <laughs> I
4: can't remember how Aww. that kind of came around. <laughs> oh, that so cute. Water, po- water Polo smashing it back at Wooly. Uh, oh, man. Well, where did that come from? Was it the radio show or was it. Mm-hmm. Did we do any videos before? That? So
3: at the time, the general manager for Chattanooga Football Club in 2018 came to us. I'm sorry, 18, 19? Do we know? 18. Yeah, 18. 2018 came to us and said, we just signed a partnership deal with ESPN Radio, and part of the deal includes a an hour long radio show each week, where we're going to find some radio hosts. I guess we got to check around and think about this. Willie and I happened to both be in the office at the same time. And we said half jokingly, but you know, with enough seriousness to grab his attention and we said, we'll do it. And, um, we could do it. We, we could do it. And, it. and I think it produced a couple laughs, but also it was the idea was like, who, who else would do this? Yeah. And well, shoot. That's what we did. And we got to come up with a name with it. It's William Farns, And so we met with, um, uh, Um, Help me out with the guys over at ESPN Radio, Willie. Yeah. Wells and Logan. Wells Wells and and Logan. Who who I I work work with. I work with Logan now. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah.
5: Uh,
3: Willie, I mean, tell them about the, the. the routine we had before each show. Tell them about what we you know going into the studio so, for the first time. Uh, I, <laughs> I missed those shows, by the way. Those oh, were fun. I mean, they were, it, it was, was a, the, only, the only reason was, I ever turned on my FM radio in my house.
1: It was the first CFC podcast, though, because they actually did those as podcasts, and I used to mm-hmm. listen to them after the fact because I usually wasn't able to listen live. So I was like well, listening to them and checking them out because I was so desperate for CFC content. and Then you guys quit, and I had to start one of my own. So it, I mean, <laughs> it was it
4: was a lot of fun. I mean, we really enjoyed it actually, and uh, it was a lot of work. I mean, I think it was. I mean, we're not, you know, we're
3: not radio hosts or, you know. <laughs> so you're, not, trying, you're not professional podcasters? They, they looked at us <laughs> and said, you, you've got faces for radio. And then we've been downgraded <laughs> now. Works. You've got faces for podcasts. <laughs> but Wooly's voice but, I mean, is the the silky British butter that makes it all magical. Well, I think the very first
4: episode that we recorded down there, I mean, it, it took us about nearly three hours. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, the show was only about forty-five minutes long, and we just really we were butchering it. Every we couldn't even get sort of sentences out. And the guys, they were very patient, but they were also you could tell that they were like, "Oh man, this is not what we signed up for." You're know? going to do a whole <laughs> like, season of this? Yeah, right. They were like, "I don't think we can <laughs> afford to do three hours every time." You, you know, you guys are going to record, but. Um, through, uh yeah, we got some we got some great uh guests early on, um, which was a lot of fun, actually, uh, phoning up some of these, you know, soccer sort of personalities. You guys talked
3: to Ray Hudson?
4: Yeah, I think he was the very first episode. And I,
3: I want you to talk about Ray Hudson, but first I want to go back wow. to what you said. We are first sitting down in the studio with the mics, putting our faces next to the microphones, our mouths next to the microphone. Well, we did it, and he's like, "Okay." And he kind of moved the microphone to the side and said, "Look, guys, we're gonna we're gonna do that first segment again, and I want you to I want you to calm down a bit, and I want you to <laughs> I want you to maybe just kind of keep it cool, and just we're gonna do that one again. Um, how does that sound?" We both are like, <sighs> "Okay." <laughs> and so uh, I I remember thinking, "What have we got ourselves into?" You know, we've got the the bo nervousness smell all stinking up in this tiny dank Clim- reclam- clammy hands oh hands. clammy clammy hands and you know sweaty you know sweaty lips and coming off the. but uh, so that's what it that's what it was at first and man towards the end we i, I just felt good i felt comfortable and actually did our last show was actually live yeah but you mentioned ray hudson and uh, so i interrupted now i'm gonna let um Wooly talk about gosh we were talking with I mean, we got to give props to to Bill too for hooking us up with some big names yeah. in, in yeah. American and in, in world soccer.
4: Yeah, no, that was that was a lot of fun. And so Farns did his Farns Freewheel, I think we called it, and uh, he came up with this. It was uh, some kind of rap, I guess, um, that we we sort of said to Don't make all, me do it. Okay, I will. Well, <laughs> 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 I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, and and you could tell that. Uh, you know, Ray on the other end was just sort of like, "Oh my, who is the who are these guys?" But, um, no, it was it was a lot of fun, and um, you know, we got to, I think that you know, the, one of the goals was to get other players on, and um, you know, was to interview them, and so that was really fun. Well, I think Mark. Who
1: else did you have on? You, I know you had Ray Hudson. Who else did you oh, have? on? Jimmy um, Conrad. Yeah, Jimmy Conrad. We, we had, had
3: Tony Miola, which actually was yeah. a you know he's the starting U.S. Mm-hmm. national keeper. We had um.
1: Oh. Jimmy Conrad scored against Mexico. I'm trying to think of the guy. Um, what?
3: Do you have a
5: header?
1: Yeah, against Mexico. Of a corner? Yeah.
4: Wow. Uh, who was that that ran for US soccer president? Um, Eric Winalda?
2: Yeah, we had Ronaldo. We, wow. we had Did we cool. have Brad
4: Friedel? I think we tried yeah. to
2: get I think Brad you had Friedel. Friedel, maybe. I thought you had Brad Friedel.
4: Um, But the players were a lot of fun. Oh, I mean, yeah. we had some great interviews with some of the players, and, and we used yeah. to get them to do like little voice things as well. And I think Mark Touts. German Mark Tautz, oh yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. So, um, he came on and he did a little voiceover thing, and it was the funniest. You I mean, he was, it was basically, you know, Mike, like what we're doing right now, yeah. you know, and it was sort of say something about the show, you know. And so, he goes, My name is Mark Tautz, <laughs> and I play for the chart <laughs> on said, yeah, we he, he we he put it on the
3: screen. We said, "Mark, we want you to say this line." We had Danny Whitehall <laughs> yeah, the same day, yeah. and you know, Danny Whitehall kind of mumbled it on uh, uh, Chattanooga Football Club. Danny Whitehall, thank you <laughs> and then Touts well, gets on there, who's a really quiet, shy guy, he but is. quite German, and very, very he, German. he busted out exactly what what Willie said. But I think that became one of the. The, the taglines that was used for the show, I mean, that was one of the sound bites. Oh, that so used. That's it a, was, it was brilliant.
1: That's a thing that we, we actually took for this show. Yep. we at the end of every show, we have some, we have the, our guests do the you know this is so and so and you're listening to the section 109 podcast. Uh, and that's something that you know other shows do it too, but I remember hearing you guys do it, and it was really cool to have. I mean on our very first episode, we had somebody do one one hernandez yeah one hernandez because one well, in part because we had heard you guys do or i had heard you guys do it and i, and I think we talked about like we got to do this mm-hmm. yeah we we, uh, we got
0: two podcasts like in the library so that we could do it for the first yeah. one as well as not stumble over our own feet trying to record to be able
1: to release oh it. we still stumbled plenty <laughs> yeah on the first we one. stumbled <laughs> hard
0: i
4: think one of the fun another fun part was the um which is a sort of like an MPSL roundup and uh Matt will appreciate this. I mean, we would try and, uh, you know, find out results and, you know, interesting bits of information from the previous week's games. And, I mean, it's impossible with some of the teams (laughs) that were in our division because, you know, they would tweet... For the first five minutes of a game, and then they <laughs> wouldn't tweet for the rest of the game because they probably lost, or you know, yeah. something had happened. And, you know, um,
1: or, or the person that was uh, doing the twi- the tweeting had, had to, to sub go in on the field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
4: exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean that was hilarious trying to, and then trying to, you know, and then the website sometimes wasn't updated with the right oh, results yeah. and yeah, stuff. So you're trying to keep your your own sort of you know Excel going. And
1: hey, it's a, it's another that's an MPSL uh, segment,
4: and then it's a podcast. You know, so I mean, if you're listening to it a week later, I mean, that's completely useless you know because like, yeah well you can't we predict had it the future and then it's the MPSL. so you've had about five games before the next game uh, the oh, next yeah oh yeah so, I mean so it was just sort of like this we've had half of our
2: season right <laughs>
1: yeah. it's actually that's one of the reasons we do a uh, I mean I granted we're not in the NPSl anymore which is lovely but we have tended to do not very time specific episodes. We try to do you know this this interview for as much as we have referenced a few things that are going on right now. I expect that people will be able to listen to it a year from now and enjoy the backstory of Wooly and Farns. Right, that's time. That part's timeless.
0: Though the best person that ever described that
3: situation to me is Reed. What did you say? Is it a banana versus a coconut? Oh yeah, we use that in the 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 merch world. Shout out to Smo and the idea of that if it's a banana and it's really good for a little while, but then it goes bad, but a coconut can sit on a shelf forever. Yes. So and so, it. when we first hey, started doing Wooly versus Farns, I learned that lesson. So we're trying.
1: So that. you guys are trying to be a coconut for Wooly and Farns. We're trying to be coconuts with this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, things that you can
3: beat your head in and it makes you uh, no smarter. Hey, so you know, someone told me once that Neil Young's lyrics were timeless, and I'm not necessarily a big Neil Young fan, but I've listened to a little bit of Neil Young. I'm like, yeah, man, he's just as relevant now as he was back then. If you like keep, if you listen to keep on rocking in the free world, which by the way, I'm gonna oh, actually a bring tagline. I'm gonna bring that song up later in the podcast, and I'm gonna tell you why, but. Uh, before we get to that i want you to know that man yeah those lyrics are really relevant in 2020 so what y'all are doing i like the way you all are in in people and it's 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 an opportunity for y'all to be coconuts and it's fresh and it's fun like a banana but i do want to say hey woolly so we're looking at these shows the, the notes that they have there on this like by the way that computer screen i'm looking at for you listening you can't see this of course but that computer screen is about three feet wide <laughs> it's about <laughs> one and a half feet tall it is a giant oh rect- it's a giant Hershey bars yes! <laughs> ratio of a monitor but as with um, everything that producer Jay does yeah. it's wonderfully overdone real big yeah I mean Willie and I Truly blown away by this the setup in the studio. It's really cool. But um, we we used to do some, you know. I think we had some pretty good show notes when we were doing stuff. And I, <laughs> Willie and I, we, we took could def- turns. We could definitely use some uh, some pointers if you got them. Oh, we got them. So we can we went back and forth, kind of taking turns doing the show notes. And uh, towards yeah, the end, Pete, Willie, no, Willie was was w- Willie
0: shook his head no, and Reed w-
3: said, "Oh yeah, no." Well, no Willie, Willie was doing all of them towards the end because I forgot what was going on at that point. But I was like, <laughs> man. You know, and we would just sit down with the interviewer, you know, with uh, with people who were going to do interviews, and we didn't have any questions lined up, and we would like <laughs> well, it was great because no one can you y'all. You listening right now, you have no idea what's going on. Uh, so, while we, as far as what's visually going on, so while we were interviewing people over the phone, like Ray Hudson, I would point at Wooly and say, you know, it's next for you. And then he would raise his finger, like, yeah, I, I want to say something next. So it was really, it was a completely different thing than TV, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. And, and the
4: best is that, you know, Ray Hudson doesn't know who we are. He doesn't. <laughs> and still So it still doesn't, so it still doesn't still matter. And still, still doesn't. And as still far as the Farns
3: Freewheels, I dropped a Ray Hudson esque. Uh-huh. free will on that man and there was you know silence for about <laughs> two or three seconds after i did it and for the listeners right now who don't know who ray hudson is can someone here kind of get to give a general description of what his typical way of calling a match is and what he does
1: actually let's do one better read i mean uh jay why don't you pull up a ray just search for ray uh, hudson oh yeah, oh clip yeah. We got this fancy soundboard, so he can play one right now.
3: Beware! So Wells, in his infinite wisdom, said we can't do a Ray Hudson clip because they're going to hit us with this anti-copyright stuff. So here's the good news: we're
1: We're we're not on on YouTube. we're just on we're just on podcasts. Okay,
0: that's fantastic. Should we take a listen to some some of his calls? Okay, so this is the Newcastle fans' name: Ray Hudson.
1: This is a tremendous pass to find Alex Hunter. What's he got? Ah, that's what he's got—a scorpion. The angels' bush magic orchestrating beautifully here. This is lovely tumble dryer possession here. Peachy ball, magical,
3: brilliant. What a goal! Strikes his gunslinger pose. But what's he got
2: in the chamber? Oh, it's a silver bullet that hits the bullseye. This is dandy passing here by
1: the green shirts.
4: And that's a rainbow pass to find the way, man! Ah, you're me! There's a of at the
1: end of this rainbow.
0: So, if you had never heard of Ray Hudson, there you go. Go ahead and go on YouTube and search his name and laugh.
1: He makes soccer fun. Oh,
3: unbelievable! He does, and like, thank goodness, there's someone that can really. Come close to articulating what a messy goal really feels like mm. man when he does it right yeah that's, that's a good point it true. Gosh, but it's out, his favorite out of all the accents in england and there's a lot i mean you know
4: <laughs> we have a lot of very regional Give us examples. regional accents uh his is oh, i mean the newcastle where ray is from mm. uh is is one of my favorites i mean it's just
0: brilliant sounds great doesn't it I have a very close friend who's a Geordie, who's a he's one of my favorite people on this planet can't tell if he's Drunk, or I don't even know, or just really hyper whenever I see them. So, which normally it's both. So, <laughs> isn't <laughs> uh, that just
1: called being from Newcastle? Yeah, I guess so.
0: So, why don't we, you guys want to jump into a, a couple more of these questions and topics? I think.
1: Yeah. So, let's push forward. One thing I didn't get to ask uh, Wooly yet, we talked about his um, now being working with Game Day Ops, and, and I would love to dive a little bit further into that. Um, but you're also the director of OGA. And I would love to. We would love to do an entire episode on OGA later on. Absolutely. But if you could give us a snapshot of not only what OGA is, but how you ended up uh, connecting with the foundation and working for the foundation before you even worked for CFC, the the main club.
4: Yeah, no, I, and I think that would be awesome to do a, a separate pod on it, and also get the other uh, foundation entities on it as well. Absolutely. I mean, I know sure. that where they would love to share the work that they're doing. Um, but yeah, OGA. I mean, Operation Get Active. Um, it was, I mean, when I uh, when I moved here and in, in the summer of 2015, um, you know, the club was in the process of starting the Chattanooga Football Club Foundation, and they had this idea around Operation Get Active, a health initiative that they wanted to start, um, you know, working with elementary schools in, in Chattanooga. So that uh, sort of that fall of 2015, we started uh, working with a couple of schools and. My background is in sort of sport for development and um you know, I've worked in a few different countries. What does on, that mean,
1: sport for development?
4: It's it's kind of like um like the grassroots of uh of of uh sport, you know. Um and working with um you know, with kids and folks and um that, you know, don't maybe necessarily have access to um, you know, all the mean financial means to, to sort of um you know, do do programming and such. Mm, so it's just okay. making affordable programming, you know. Um, and so I'd done that in a few different countries and worked on a few different projects um, and you know that's really where you know my heart is, and I really uh, enjoy that kind of work so um, you know I said, look that's a project that that sounds really interesting and one that I would love to sort of start uh, you know helping out with and taking a look at. so we worked with a couple of schools that fall and um, just sort of tried to see you know what the interest was like um, so Eastside Elementary, for for an example, is a school that we worked with, and Eastside, uh, Eastside, and uh, you know we had some <laughs> awesome buy in from from the kids, but also this you know the principal and the, some yeah. of the assistant principal there at the time as well, and um, and yeah, and so we kind of uh, you know I started to get a feel for it, and then I started to really see there's a massive need for after school programming in our city's elementary schools, um, you know that they're they're Practically, in a lot of the schools, there isn't any sport-focused uh, um, sort of after-school programs. And then the actual physical activity in schools, uh, PE lessons, is really limited. So mm-hmm. it was sort of, you know, there is a real genuine need here. Um, and, you know, I've really just got excited about trying to start doing this program. So in the spring of 2016, we, uh, we kind of properly launched the program at three elementary schools. Um, We also partnered with the city of Chattanooga and their youth and family development, sort of, uh, as known as the rec centers. Uh, So we worked with four rec centers as well Mm -hmm. and uh, ran a 10 week long program twice a week. And then we did a soccer tournament at the end and we brought all those schools together and the rec centers together and it went really, really well. Um, At that time, I had a a family friend of of mine, um, Scott Wilson, who was working at Volkswagen um, and he... Invited me to come to, to Volkswagen and to present the program to to him and to some other folks there, and give basically my vision for what this program could be, and um, and they really they really liked it, um, and there was a couple of really you know awesome guys involved. Uh, Matthias Herb um, uh, was was one of them, and uh, and basically that turned into a hundred. $1000 donation from them in in the spring of 2016. Wow. Well uh, done. Thank you which was which was really incredible and we we'd had some funding from Benwood um and the community foundation as well mm-hmm. which which sort of helped stuff but but basically that that really kind of enabled us to really start scaling and growing the program. Um Farns actually came and helped um big time in the fall of that year. Yep. Uh helped out <laughs> with uh with me sort of overseeing some of the schools because we were expanding and Fast forward to now, spring 2020. Um, we are working with 20 elementary schools across Chattanooga. Uh, we're continuing, our. we're still working with the recreation centers. Um, we partner with signal centers, um, and so we do a weekly program for, for kids and for adults there with, uh, with different um, disabilities and special needs. And, uh, and then we also last year excitingly sort of worked with um, a guy called Chris Precise, uh, who was working in a group home here in Chattanooga um, for folks suffering for, with mental health illness. And, uh, you know, just saw how these guys were just not getting a lot of physical activity and a lot of opportunities for that. So he wanted to do a weekly soccer session for them. Mm. So, um, he met with, uh, Jonathan Dryling, who's, who manages Highland Park Commons and they started a weekly session and then we got involved to sort of help sort of grow that program with them. Um, and so that's been, that's been really awesome to sort of, um, you know, work with them. Um, and that program is called Operation Get Active
1: Kickstart. Very cool. Uh, Very cool program. Is, is, that's, that particular program is brand new and really cool. Yeah.
4: We're really, I mean, that's really exciting and, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, props to, to, Chris you know he's really been driving it um and he's been doing a great job starting to get some funding in for that program now as well so he's starting to grow that this year um but yeah I mean it's uh it's been a, an incredible journey I mean this is we're going into our fifth year now um of programming and um you know it's been yeah it's been really awesome to to sort of see how it how it's grown I actually you know um had a really great uh sort of interaction this afternoon with some students that howard connect which I is saw a that. brand new middle school um, where's that at so it's right next to the howard high school yeah. complex um, they've just built this brand new middle school just oh, as they're, I didn't you know, realize they're, that. they're in their first year um, and so i was there speaking to a group of students because they're doing a project on uh, cfc game day um stuff which i can talk about later but in in a group of there was 20 kids there um and you know i was talking about cfc and what i do for cfc and i also told them about what i do for Operation Connective. And I asked the kids, you know, have any of you been in Operation Get Active? And five of the kids put their hands up. That's awesome. And they were all came from different schools where they'd done Operation Get Active. Wow. Um, and that was really, really awesome. And, you know, one of the, the girls in the group actually said, oh, you know, can you come and do Operation Get Active here at our school? Because, you know, we don't have anything, you know. So that's for something in the future. But, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just really awesome. I think stuff like that is, is really cool to just sort of, and I, I was telling my colleagues afterwards, like, it's it's awesome that this program has a really positive impact, and um, you know I think it's uh, it's cool to meet kids that have been through it, and now you know, um, and our long term aim is that those kids will go into high school and then hopefully come back and do some coaching with the program
1: and making better humans.
4: Yes, definitely.
2: Well, I have one more question for you, real quick, uh, because CFC OGA, they're not the only things going on for you right now. Oh, you, you recently welcomed a tiny human into your household,
4: a tiny human I certainly did. Yes. Um, yeah, actually my, my wife, Stephanie, before I left, she said, how much are you going to talk about haze <laughs> on the podcast tonight? You know, um, so, so yes,
2: she asked a question about, about him, which oh, we will get yeah, to.
4: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yes, she did. Yeah, which first oh. off, before you go she, on,
0: I know I've said this to you before, but I think Hayes is the coolest name because not only <laughs> does it sound cool, but it still lives on Steph's last name's you know, family, family legacy. And but it works as a first name. And like when Rachel and I heard that, we were like, that is freaking awesome. Yeah, same, yeah,
4: no, so we, um,
0: how
1: did. Let, let, just just bear it all it on the podcast. How did you come to that? Uh, <laughs> How did we come to the name? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah. So because um, I mean, naming I negotiations mean, can be tough. Well sometimes. we had we had
4: we had an app. You know, for when we didn't know the gender, we had an app to where you can kind of um, has all these bunch of names, right? So you can kind of swipe. It's kind of like um, Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> Not no, I, I don't know what I've never used Tinder, but I mean <laughs> all of that. you. It's uh, you can, you can,
1: if Humble you, brag, if you, you can like find it, you can find Farns on Twitter, on uh, <laughs> yeah. Tinder, excuse me. Well, I mean, he helped Bubble. me out
4: with how to do it, but um, you can swipe <laughs> left or right yeah. if you like the name or not. So anyway, we had this, for girl names, we had a list of about a hundred names. And so, and, and completely different, you know, and then for boys' names, we didn't have that many. Okay. And then we found out the gender and he was, you know, we were going to have a boy. And so we were kind of like, wow, God, we don't really have many names, do we? And then we were just sort of like, what about what about Hayes, you know? And so we just sort of we landed on it, and we thought that just sounded sounded awesome. And it's my wife's surname, um, and he's got my surname, so he's uh, Hayes Walcock. So um, so cool, perfect. And it's it's well done. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty funny when my wife is sometimes saying his name, you know, because they're like, what's your son's name? And she's like, Hayes, you know. And they kind of look at her and be like, what is he, is he called Hayes Hayes then? <laughs> 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 yes, yes, yeah. that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, but no, it's, it's, been, it's been absolutely wild. I mean, he was born in October. Um, and. Uh, are you sleeping much? Yes, yeah, I mean, amazingly. I mean, I didn't expect at this stage to be sleeping as much as what we are. I mean, he's sort of, I think last night he did about close to 11 hours, which was nice. unbelievable. I can't so do we, I'm jealous. We I'm will, so jealous. We will take it, yeah. I mean it's it's been it's been awesome and uh my wife's just gone back to work, so he's he's now sort of doing daycare, which is, you know, um which yeah, it's, it's challenging because, you you know, you want to see him a lot, you know, but sure. it's, it's but it's yeah, he's awesome and uh yeah, we we love him a lot. Well congrats, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. freaking Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it.
3: If you didn't Play for Exeter City if he didn't play for Techno Football Club. Mm-hmm. If he had to play for a club other than those two, which one would he play? Ooh, Steph, Steph oh, listening oh, is already God. like, wow, re- I, I,
0: ruining my question. For uh, no, <laughs> excellent Does question. That? No, 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 no. Okay. No.
4: I mean, I want him to be into whatever he wants, right? But Aww. there's a huge part of me that I would just love it if he really likes soccer. You know, I just like...
1: Yeah, so let's go straight to actually read Steph's question. So uh, she gets her shout out on the podcast. Why don't you read it for us? Yeah,
2: so Steph asks, does your son, which also is her her son. Her son. Mm -hmm. Correct. Does does your son (laughs) have to like soccer?
4: Have to like soccer. I mean, he really can decide whatever he wants. But...
2: (laughs) I would really. He will, be, I would he will be. He will be
4: I mean, it would just be. I mean, you know, it would just be awesome to. So I'm gonna do my best like, to just immerse him in like the sport. fathers,
2: fathers and sons throughout uh, 20th century America with baseball.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean that's what I'm going yeah. for. Yeah. Um, I think he no, might have gone just, through several thousand years of the British Empire. But. I, yeah.
2: No, but I just. <laughs> I call, call, me so when you like, call me when he, he likes cricket.
4: It's a sport that I, I absolutely love, so I'd love for him to love it as well. But it, you know, you kind of you can't make those decisions. You know, he will he will make that up for himself. But,
2: but,
1: but if he had if he is a fan of soccer, he will be a Chattanooga Football Club fan yes, and an Exeter City fan. Yes,
4: he actually um, yes for sure. I mean, you know, he's born <laughs> in Chattanooga, so I believe in you know you support the club where you're from, absolutely, right? and, uh, and where you were born. So. Chattanooga Football Club fan first because he was born here. My man. And then, and then definitely an Exeter fan. I'm the, I'm kind of the other way around, right? Because I was born in Exeter. But he actually has his very first Exeter City shirt. One of our, my, uh, one of my neighbors from where my parents live, um, uh, huge Exeter City fans. And so they went and bought him one of the shirts and put his That's name awesome. on the
0: back, which oh. is incredible. So we've got, awesome. Got to wait awesome. for him to grow yeah, into that y- a little bit. Yeah, very, very cool. cool. And then keep that too. Like whenever, oh. like, Keep that, cause I've have, I've have so many random jerseys that like even though I would never be able to wear them because they're really small. Like, jerseys that has a kid, I would kill to have now.
4: Well, I've been really trying to you know get on with uh, get on Smo about doing personalization on jerseys. Come on, Smo! Yeah. Come on, Smo! Yeah, yeah. 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 I get that. yeah I I explain, that. Smo. You know, it'd be awesome to just get you know. Smo's Hazel's Smo's been jersey. on the pod.
0: Okay, so everyone knows. S- his everyone knows. Smo S- S- a show. Pod Ledge, Smo S- 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 Daddy, Pod Ledge.
2: We should we should revisit that issue. I would love to, but I don't want you to dodge the question,
3: Wooly. So before we got into, the, I said if it's not CFC, if it's not Exeter, who's that soft, warm spot in your heart that he could play for? Oh. Manchester United? Oh no, no, no. I, I, I have it's the judgment-free zone. We want well, we want the truth. We're going to respect uh, the truth. So my guess is. is probably off. I would say Wolfsburg.
4: Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I love Wolfsburg and they've been incredible. Uh, you know, we have a great partnership with them. Uh, I think, I don't know. I mean, He's gonna say it, Palace. it may be. No, I mean, I went to university in Liverpool.
1: Mm. Oh. and oh.
4: I But I went to a lot of Everton games because they were cheaper. The people's it, club. It, it was a lot easier to that's, get tickets. That's weird because neither <laughs> of them were winning at that time. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, but I mean, back then they were they were pretty. I mean, Liverpool were having some moments. I mean, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, Everton. It was a lot cheaper to get tickets for 11 or a lot easier. So yeah, uh, I mean, I think maybe you know, Tim uh, Howard, maybe, maybe Everton. All I right, and Landon Donovan, yeah.
1: La- Landon, Don-
4: Lando. But he won't he won't have that issue because he'll be a CFC fan in the next city. That's point, right, so. and,
1: and maybe a CFC left back. Is he left footed or right footed yet? Do you know? Wow, well, don't we
4: know. Can, we, we can work
2: on that at this point. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah,
4: I mean, I recommend left footed. Plenty, plenty. You reckon left?
1: Uh, well, I'm I'm suggesting maybe you throw the ball at his left foot when you're doing drills a lot. You know,
0: just for scarcity of left backs. Remember that part where you said he can choose? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He, he can
2: choose, <laughs> but he only cho- if he chooses his left foot. <laughs> right. He can choose. Right. If choo- choo- you choose
0: soccer, it's left foot. No choice. <laughs>
2: he can choose any sport he wants as long as it's soccer. Is what he's trying to say. Yeah, true. <laughs> that, uh, what, we were raising a Model T Ford of <laughs> of soccer players.
1: That was a beautiful. Um, a a beautiful uh touching moment that we completely
3: uh stepped on and, and changed. <laughs> Guys, have you all ever read Fever Pitch by um Nick Hornby? Help me? Nick Hornby, thank mm-hmm. you. You know it, Willie? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you're the experience you're describing with um your friend's father taking you to the game and also it being this family thing. So, Nick Hornby's father takes him to these Arsenal games, right? Mm-hmm, His mm-hmm. Arsenal? Yep, yep and such an incredible book but there's this one particular passage that is so npsl and it is so beautiful. it's beautiful and but um if you haven't read that book you need to read that book and it it it's a beautiful like picture of what like an obsessive fan of any sport could be in this case it happens to be an arsenal fan was
2: that was that book adapted for Uh, Oh, my goodness. To be a movie about the Red Sox? I haven't seen that that
3: movie, but that sounds atrocious. But, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was Jimmy Fallon, who is absolutely hysterical. And I think another female... Yeah, there was a there a love story in it, which there's no love story in this. They were actually book. At,
1: they were actually at the World Series filming because Boston. Uh, yeah, because oh like the, the story they did were not have signs. They were the, making the,
2: the, the World story, Series. stealing signs. This, the story? I know did not have the Red Sox winning. Like the whole point is like the Red Sox had not won forever. So, like, losers. Like, it was never like they the didn't want to write it in. And then they won. And that, then yeah. they actually won the thing. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, they, were, I, they were given access to film on. Film at the World Series on on the field, but afterwards,
1: Fever Pitch is a a book on my list. I need to read it. Do it. I've I've read Inverting the Pyramid as far as soccer books go, and I read another one. I need to read Michael Cox's Zonal Marking. Mm-hmm. Um, I read Fever Pitch, and oh, and How Soccer Explains the World. That's another really really or How right Football Explains the World, something like that. Yep. And now, Soccer IQ. Soccer IQ. No, that's I- for Matthew. Oh, that's <laughs> my Soccer <laughs> IQ is plenty high. That's, that's okay. A, that's or irredeemable. One of the two.
2: Let's uh let's let's take a, a quick second to. Uh,
1: refill our drinks. Just
0: to kidding. refill our drinks, sure,
2: <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, but let's go in. Let's go into some rapid fire questions. Yes, uh, we we have to ask these. They're they're mandatory. They're in well, our we co- used
3: to do these. I mean, look, Molly and I used to rapid fire people. They're in our on a contracts.
2: Like we got to know your we got we got to know the the most important question, uh, the answers to that, uh, the controversy. So we're gonna get into it right now. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Do you two have
1: any nicknames that are not Wooly and Farns or Peter and Reed? Well, I know Reed's
3: nickname is Sugar Bridges. It's it's not. It's Pumbaa actually, which is it's a high school nickname and it goes back to just juvenile, high school type of nicknames. But is mine. Pumbaa, you and Ruben Maria. Yeah, Ruben. Ruben Maria. I know. I know Wooly's nickname. Go on. It's wait. It involves the word squirrel. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, squirrel Nutkins.
4: <laughs> so, uh, this is I'm sorry. Terrible. What? Squirrel Squirrel Nutkins. So, <laughs> this,
5: was oh, this has to be a British thing. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> terrible.
4: This is so bad. My, I was, I had, and uh, I don't know, just uh, started a new school um, in England, and um, I brought home a friend from school. You know, first, you know, first good friend, and you bring him home for for dinner and stuff, and um, my my mom, for some reason, called me Squirrel Nutkins. She just came up with it, you know, and my friend thought it was hilarious you know and you're there trying to impress him and all that kind of stuff right and he's like squirrel is that really what you're called (laughs) squirrel nutkins you know um (laughs) and uh you know i was like no she just made that up and he was like i don't believe it anyway (laughs) he goes back to school the next day tells everybody and like it's amazing it was was really embarrassing you were squirrel nutkins
1: from then on yeah yeah
4: but you know yeah that was
1: (laughs) that's an excellent name Mm -hmm. matt you got the next one
4: i was gonna say actually farns farns has a few the um Yes. Just fandingo, oh, fandongo, yeah. mm. um Farnito, <laughs> uh, What are some of the other
3: ones? That's true. Just, basically, they change every day, but <laughs> I, I have I have quite a few friends. <laughs> I like Farningo. That's a good one. Okay, so this n- this next question. I need you to clarify, though, Mister Cleaning Cleo, who's the answer, who's firing first? Um, Ooh, I'm good gonna point. Ooh, that is, help a good us point. out. Help us out.
2: I will. We we will ask them uh, differently each time.
3: Okay, I like hot. I, I like the hot take. You know, I the like hot it. Potato. I like the rawness. So Wooly goes first on this next one, and then Farns goes first on the next one. So I mean, on the, on the following Farns. But well, no, no, <laughs> Wooly. Wooly, Wooly's first on this. Yeah, one. Wooly's first. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, hey, I love, hey, I hey, love hey, how this,
4: this was supposed to be rapid fire. So
3: The gun's jammed. Just like. Ah! Just, hey, wel-
0: welcome to my life when we film Wooly versus Farns. Yeah, this is I, this, I, is, I this is the 20 minutes before we even get to the camera out.
4: I hope we're gonna get to that because my cheeks hurt. We will, we will. You're you're
2: a hit it. So, Farns, we will. You played a little bit of left back, but mostly defense yeah. when you were practicing for CFC. Yeah, what was your number?
3: <laughs> the, um, 73? No, yeah, seriously. I think it was in the 30s. I remember getting my jersey, and it wasn't even a matter of how big you are, what number you want. This one's left. Are you willing to wear it? And I said, <laughs> yeah. And they only had about 20 rain jackets, and I'll never forget when they passed out rain jackets in the first year I was playing because they only they only had about 20 of them. And there was only about... Actually, I would say closer to about 25 there was only myself and about two other guys who weren't called into the locker room to get their rain jackets Ooh. and at the time it was sprinkling and so everyone must <laughs> get the rain jacket and training it but all of a sudden at that day the rain stopped and it became like this 89 degree day and so people are sweating like crazy and so these guys you know wearing their rain jackets like feeling cool I get it I would have done it too but here <laughs> I am not wearing my rain jacket feeling just fine so my number it was in the it, it was in the high twenties or the low thirties, and it was a training top, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it
2: was. So Still when blue, you baby. so when you play, yeah, if uh, yep. y- if you could choose your number, oh yeah, if you could choose your number, what would you choose? It's always
3: been either it was a four growing up, and then it turned into seven one year in high school. So it's four or seven, but n- not for a good reason. My favorite number, actually, when I wore this playing soccer, was thirty four. Baseball, anybody know who the best thirty four ever was? Jackie Robinson. Nope, 42 no, forty two for Jackie 42. Robinson. Forty two. What am I? rookie so terrible uh, sport nolan ryan was 34 and there was something about nolan ryan's pitching style which was unique it was crazy he was this 40 year old man who would throw 95 mile per hour fastballs and when robin ventura would charge the mound oh that was such a good fight headlock and pound him old man style so was that you on the soccer field it wasn't not at all and so i mean i was (laughs) I was always, our team, our team when we were growing up, we had a bunch of really sweet parents and they would in, 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 like create these halftime games for all the parents at the games. It was so, it was fun. It was weird as a kid looking at it, but look, it, was, it must have been a bunch of fun for them. But no, we were really well behaved and we had collars in our jerseys, which is a big deal. It's
0: still rapid fire, right?
3: I just yeah. <laughs> rapid fire. I, uh, I'm sure that's out the window by now.
1: So no, what, it's, rap, what it's rapid. It's, it's rapid fire questions, not rapid fire answers. My
3: favorite number thirty four. Boom. All right, Pete. Peter. <laughs> F-
1: oh, favorite number.
4: Uh, probably number seven. Bex after David Beckham. There one of my Favorite players. And oh. you wore seven. Uh, tall I mean, what gangly. do you, what do you
2: wear what do you wear playing uh, Cobra Kai. playing it yeah oh, Cobra Kai. I think I'm
4: a number eight maybe but
2: did you choose that uh,
4: Jonathan yeah. Dryland chose it for us yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no that was it was self-selected by
1: Heard. yeah
0: league administration okay all right Reed what would your favorite pre-game meal be that is before a CFC game
3: now or then whenever you want well so as an employee as a player both Okay, let me talk about the employee first because Wooly instituted this kind of now tradition that we just stop whatever the I'm going to say it the we're doing. There you go. I love it. read one of us,
1: one of us, and one of our own. And it's (laughs) we
3: we we sit down and we (laughs) we have this meal together, and sometimes it's Pro, sometimes it's pizza, sometimes Mm. it's Jimmy John's, sometimes Mm. usually it's Whole Foods. Jack Bradshaw, shout to. Um, Jackie B, the who goes and picks it up for us sometimes. And man, as crazy as things get on match day I mean, we have a small crew, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're about four people getting prepared for about 4,000 and that 45 minutes is just so rewarding. The apple and the, the water and the sandwich and the chips, it just brings you back to like, man, okay. This is. I'm recharging my batteries, getting ready to go. And we have a lot of fun in about 45 minutes, talking, getting ready. I mean, the electricity is already building, but the fans aren't quite there yet. But we're all just scrambling to get stuff done. So that meal before we play is really something magical. I, I want to tell a funny story that is for brief. It. I know this is rapid fire, but... I remember studying abroad in Mexico, and man, one of my favorite memories was the, the actual University of Guanajuato, their soccer field was in the backyard of this family where I was staying at. And so I went to go train with them a couple times, and actually I got to like play with them in a couple uh, scrimmages, and it was so awesome. But I'll never forget my first training session. She said, okay, well, in in Spanish, and my Spanish is not very good, but I I understood enough for her to say, we'll serve you lunch after you get back from your training. I said, no, 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 I need to eat before I play, and that's still true. I have to have, I I just get lightheaded if I don't play. She said, no, after you play, you eat. I said, no, I I must eat before I play. So she served me up like a bunch of scrambled eggs and sliced up hot dogs, And, and this was just like kind of the typical meal we had. And I had the, I, let's just say, I, I will suffice to say, I spent about 20 minutes in the bathroom before we even got to the training field, <laughs> but I've got to have something to eat. My favorite meal before I play probably is something that packs a punch, man, but also is, um, so yeah, gosh, it's probably going to be something like, before I play, man, pasta, it's got to be a bolognese pasta. There you mm-hmm. go. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. Willie? Uh, fish and chips. It's
1: so English. Wait, yeah. uh, really? Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It nothing so nothing better than it's so huge piece of deep-fried cod <laughs> 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 and thick chips. You know, before you're about to play. I mean, it's. Oh my god. Uh,
3: it's awesome. I want to throw up just thinking about oh. it. No way. That sounds delicious. It's but, heavy. but y'all put a bunch of of the vinegar. um oh, malt vinegar. vinegar on top. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Correct, I
3: yeah. do. I mean, I do. If I do, it. and that helps wash it down. Yeah, if I'm so. being <laughs> proper, <laughs> you but obviously you actually you, put it, you actually do put a well. People in England put a bunch on top of the chips, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And then ma- and then mayonnaise. Uh, the spe- the sp- no, you're not a mayonnaise guy. I don't know, I, I am. Well, i not
1: even it's English. So I'm not about to do that. I am, but
4: uh, I mean, I think it's more traditional that you would do ketchup than mayonnaise. Huh. Mm. Mayonnaise is more for the continent, less
0: yeah. uh, for the British Isles,
1: the Dutch. Yeah.
0: Well, I can smell what Rachel's cooking, and I'm getting super hungry. Yeah. What is y'all's favorite post game meal, Pete? Since you were going, or, or sorry, Wooly? Since you were going, we'll uh, we'll start. Post
4: game meal. Um, gosh, I mean, uh, I mean, so I think after CFC games, sometimes, um, and you know, this is pre baby, before my wife and I had a baby. Um, you know, we'd sometimes go for a few drinks after a game, and then we would uh, we would go to Crystal. Oh man, you know about you know about the news. Just, I know. I know. Uh, we, we, just we don't see. have to say it. I think I, everybody will it's, know. It's right. Right. not their first but
0: one.
3: It's true. It is the uh, second. What's their second one? <laughs> so, so, yeah, Crystal. Reed. Reed. Uh, favorite post meal match is you know the 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 liquid bread that Willie is talking about. Yeah, that's yes. what it, that's what
2: it is. Mm. Do you not eat anything after a match? I do. I go into the locker
3: room and eat the spoils that the players have not eaten yet. I make mm. sure they get to have whatever they have and then... Actually, uh, Farn, so when we... So typically after a game, we take all the stuff
4: back to the now old CFC office and we unload all the stuff, you know, and and Farns would always run off and you would never know where he's gone, you what? know, and then... Uh, Huh? He would come back and he he would go and get a cigar. You'd have a post nice cigar. Oh my cigar. goodness. My right? that's, your, that's
3: your go-to. But what I would do is go to Frothy Monkey which is about two blocks away from the old CFC office and get some really inexpensive cigars and smoke them after we got done um, drinking our liquid bread. Don't check your watch and turn off my mic. <laughs> i feel it. I feel it. How dare you, producer Jay? Is is he the most
4: sassy uh, guest that you have yes. had on? I yeah. Mean, yeah, yes. I would no, say, no, yeah, yes. unanimous vote. Yes, here. And I'm okay. loving
1: it. Yes.
2: Reed, we're assuming CFC is your favorite club team. Yep, <laughs> that's there's there's no other answer there. But what is your favorite club team? Not named CFC. One hundred
3: percent Wolfsburg, and so Willie knows why. I. Uh, <laughs> entered this social media contest a couple of years ago. and great, great uh, video. I remember this. And I created a video for it. Thank you to my sister for helping me make it on Sunday when she was in a hurry to go to yoga class. And I got on my Mac and started editing. And it's nowhere near what J.B. De Niro busts out for the William Farnes <laughs> type of videos. But, wow, I'll never forget the first one. Uh, first person I showed it to. Well, I just want to say that uh, it was... Should I just stop right here and say Wolfsburg? Or do you want to hear the story? It's rapid fire. Okay, I'm telling go, we'll 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 the story. It's rapid fire. So I, I um, the this is, this is all
0: documented somewhere it, on the internet. As it well. is, Your yeah. Trip you you,
3: is, you right? can, um, for the most part. So, uh, Wolfsburg, they made a, they made a promotional video. I think about it. Kind of. So when we when Wolfsburg reached out to Technical Football Club and said we're going to try to do this. Dream trip over to Wolfsburg, you need to get someone to enter. At the time, I was, you talked about how I was a utilitarian, just, you know, employee for Chattanooga Football Club, but I was manning our social media and I received that message from Wolfsburg and I thought, wow, uh, okay, cool. We're going to, you know, push this. They said, hey, no, not a lot of people. We haven't had a lot of traction yet. You know, push it out there. So I helped push it out and I thought to myself, if a lot of people haven't, you know, latched onto this, I'm going to (laughs) apply. And I stole a CFC, a Wolfsburg jersey that was in the office, actually brought back from Wolfsburg by Wooly himself and wore that during the video that I made. And I made it to the music of Flashdance, enter Flashdance music here, post-editing. It was so good. What a feeling. And that song (laughs) still gets me fired up. And I, y'all, for those listening (laughs) to the pod, you need, you need good people around you. And when, when your back's against the wall and when you, when times are tough and when, when things are thin and I will never forget the way Wooly and his wife, Steph and uh, their friend, Mary um, really put together this team plan to help me get a bunch of votes. It was a social media contest and with their help, I won. And so I went to Wolfsburg, had the quote-unquote dream trip over there, and it was absolutely amazing. And looking back on it, um, we we ended up getting the second place winner the opportunity to go as well. This guy named Ed, who was a big fan, and for that, I think Wolfsburg won my heart. You know what? They've been called a plastic club by some, simply because they are owned by this 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 huge global company. Yeah. There are other quote-unquote plastic clubs around the world. I don't give up f- because they were, they they really they were like you know what we're gonna make this happen. You and this other guy named Edgar gonna go and it's gonna be a great time and it was life changing and it it it, it was life changing. So to answer your question now in one sentence, I would say Wolfsburg. Thank you. That's a word, but woolly. What's your what's, so, what's <laughs> hang, hang
2: on, hang on. I'm what's, sorry. What's, 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to I want to couch this woolly question. <laughs> I do, I'll do one word answers. Because we know about Chenica FC. Mm-hmm. We know about Exeter. Exeter yeah. mm-hmm. Cool. Is there another club out there that you, you pay attention to a little bit more, that you, you try to watch a little bit? Like, It's hard to watch League 2 games. There are not a lot of them out there.
4: No. I mean, frustratingly, you can buy a subscription to to watch the games, but it's just a raw feed. I mean, there's no commentary. Mm. I mean, it's crazy. And then... You can get the the radio commentary, but you can't watch. You can't match seat. them. Up. You can't sync the, them together. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. So yeah, it, it's very difficult to watch League Two games. Yeah.
2: Uh, so is there is there another team that oh, you like, like? Let's say I'm, it's Saturday morning. Like yeah. You're, you're, you're you know hanging out with the kid.
4: I, it's um, you turn on the TV. So I mean, I've I've talking about Liverpool. Went to university there and stuff like that. I mean, I love. I'm I'm loving Liverpool at the moment. You have to. I mean, I just think it's incredible what, you know, uh, Jürgen Klopp's doing with that team. And so, I've really, I'm really enjoying watching them and uh, I, I really want them to win the title. I mean, they, uh, you know, I think that's just a, it, they're so exciting to watch, you know, I mean, we've had, I mean, I used to watch Arsenal a lot when, in the Wenger years, and especially during the best years, Um you know, so I'd say they were a team that I followed a lot growing up um because they were just playing some awesome football I just love yeah. the style right and then um, you know we've had some I've never really liked Man United I've never liked their style but um, and then I mean you know Man City I know Mr. J, JB is a big big fan but I just love how Liverpool's playing and so they're, they're a team that I've been watching and you so know. for
2: you it's not it's not about the teams like you have your two teams it's yeah. just about
4: like watching good football it's about the style yeah it's about yeah. it's about how they're playing and i think you know i mean yeah. liverpool is playing an incredible style of football i mean it's 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 unmatchable. no one you know uh, it's it's yeah it's really interesting so yeah. I, I enjoy watching it for the for the style versus you know the, the support of a club
2: favorite soccer player growing up well, oh,
4: I mean, so there was was one guy that played for Exeter. Actually, there's been a few Exeter players that I've loved, but there's one guy. His name was Steve Flack. <laughs> uh, he was my what height. What a name! Uh, he was my height, and um, he was just a legend, absolute legend at Exeter City. That's awesome. Um, there's a famous, famous, famous goal that he scored. Um, I think it was in a in a cup game because in a cup game in England, you you know when you advance, you also get uh, money from those games as well. The
0: club was on weird.
2: the weird. Br- weird. How how does that work? Yeah, on the
0: crazy. I mean, we'll have to schedule another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I wish we had that. <laughs> it's in
4: right. I mean, it would be pretty life changing here in America if they had if they followed some yeah. kind of logic. Um, <laughs> uh, but but the well FA, done. But the FA Cup. I mean, I think it was an FA Cup game, and yeah, and he. So the club was on the brink of going bust you know they'd run out of money and this has happened many times for extra through their years but at this particular time so he scored this goal in this fa cup round obviously you know so we advanced and he ran to a member of the crowd and grabbed and one of these guys had one of those flat sort of build sort of hats you know mm. and just basically grabbed his hat and then just lent on this you know did his goal celebration went on his knee and put his hat out to sort of collect coins you know from the crowd and it was just it was brilliant it was legendary that's awesome Um, but everyone what a celebration everyone at school would call me you know steve flack because i was his height you know Um, and i kind of looked a little bit like him as well so that was that was pretty funny so i think yeah there's been uh, been a few extra players um and uh, we had a brilliant unbelievable player his name was adam stansfield um and sadly he was in the kind of maybe coming to the end of his career but still just a phenomenal player and came down with um, bowel cancer um, and uh, sadly passed away um, whilst whilst at the club um, you know and they've actually named one of the they built a new stand uh, in, in honour of him um, it's called the Adam Stansfield Stand which is nice really f- awesome and nice I think gesture a really nice sort of tie but and then in the outside of Exeter I think you know I've really I just absolutely love David Beckham I mean I just Everything about I just loved how he played, you know. You are um, gonna get
1: us some eagle wings tattooed on the back of your neck? Yeah, I
4: mean he's got one too many tattoos. I don't like. I don't like all that, you know. But um, I just think he was incredible. You know? I have like, a pair
0: of Adidas Predators downstairs. Yeah,
4: see, I, I love Predators because you know Bex wore them, but they were also really, really good
0: with the with the tongue it's, that went over the laces. Yes, I yeah, I mean, but they were incredible,
4: <laughs> and they made you play better, you know. Yeah, yeah of, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> 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 oh, no, that's but so yeah. Good. Love, 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 David Beckham. I mean, God, I would have loved. That's that's one of my big regrets is I never got to see him play live. So mm. I would have loved to have seen him play. I well, get, we'll have to go to a charity match.
1: I got yeah. to see him uh, when he was on AC Milan, but he didn't play. Oh. He was there in Italy. He was on the sideline. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he didn't play. Oh, you're so
3: cool, Florence, I think my favorite. Like I said earlier, I didn't watch a lot of soccer growing up. I think my first exposure to soccer players was probably the U.S. Men's National Team, Landon Donovan and his uh, crew that got involved with like the, uh, you know, the World Cup when they had just that surprise run, mm-hmm. two thousand two. Uh, or when, when I was in the high school, it's two thousand two. Yeah, and that was awesome. Um, I, I'll never forget Brian McBride's. I had to. I'm admittedly, I had to Google his first name. I was just known <laughs> McBride. But while we were talking, Brian McBride had that bloody nose. Oh man, it was against Italy. Yeah, and he was he was a baller and he was good. He played in Europe. And current I, current general manager of the U.S. men's national team recently announced
4: Brian McBride is yeah. Yeah. Is he really? Wow. Yeah. I, do you know? I walked past Brian McBride um, in, near Fulham. In, in uh, it was in yeah, it was. It was really. It was actually near Chelsea. Um, you know, one day, and I had to I walk past him. And I was like, Can I recognize him? So I
3: turned around, and, yeah, oh, yeah, it's Brian McBride. <laughs> did you say hello? No, no. Man, I mean, <laughs> he made America proud in terms of soccer. He's he a hard-working player and skillful, fun to watch. I mean, I just it's cliche, but, man, Messi is just so incredible. But I do want to echo watching Beckham play. His long balls and, that he plays are just mm. like – it's just poetry – and that right foot is poetry. Is so smooth. Um, and he definitely is just one of the best players of our generation. Yeah, I agree. Next question.
1: <laughs> Look, I like how Matt is at not paying attention here. I was doing a little research. I can
3: see the questions I got on you, JB's so- Hershey Bar ratio size screen. What? It pretty much goes from <laughs> one side of the room to the other, <laughs> and it's about a foot and a half long.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. Um, so, read. <laughs> What is your favorite alcoholic beverage?
3: Preferably after a CFC win. Man, oh gosh. Uh, I love a good Irish ale or a good red ale. Mm -mm. All right, Woolly.
4: Okay, I am get made fun of this uh, by a a good friend of mine who lives here. uh, She's British, but she lives in Chattanooga. Uh, I I love lager. I mean, that sounds so bad, but you know, as like a Brit, you know, I just, I think we support I, you. It's, it's okay. Yeah, but it's, it's a bit boring, but I love, <laughs> I love a good lager, you know, but then I love, I love also rail, like real ale as well. Um, so there's a, there's a favorite beer of mine back home when I go back um, to, uh, to Exeter and to sort of Cornwall where my family's from. It's a, is a St. Austell uh, ale. Um, so it's got to be room temperature. Can't there you go. can't have it cold. Uh, proper. Uh, there
2: okay. you go. Uh Wooly, do you have any hidden talents? Oh. Uh. His
3: ringgold accent.
2: Boom. Alright, it. Wooly, it's your turn.
4: Y'all come back now. You hear? It's Pee Walcock here from
0: Ringgold.
3: <laughs> oh my. Hey, uh, Mister like you- Woolcock, how's the football team doing
0: this year? Yeah,
3: they're doing real good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you sound like you just walked out of the Carpet Factory.
1: Oh my God! I'm gonna oh. need I'm gonna need you, producer Jay, to cut that out for some drops later. Yee! Yeah, for we sure. Well do. all done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about you, Reed? Pasta bolognese, I make it and people eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so next time, Italian
1: I, accent is uh, his uh, hidden talent.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> that's how I talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not, not an accent. So we're that's gonna have we're
0: gonna have like another podcast,
3: rude, and I need you to bring that. Okay deal yeah. boom got some leftovers in my fridge right now so
0: i want to ask about the soccer superstition and and uh woolly i want to start with you what's your soccer superstition
4: soccer superstition is i think for csc games i have to uh make sure i wear my socks um, and take a sock picture yeah for media. take a sock picture i kind of dropped the ball a little bit last season which is disappointing <gasps> uh, yeah. you were busy <gasps> and that's maybe why we had bad weather and all that kind of good stuff you know i mean it's uh, the socks the socks are really important uh Faren's designed those socks and <laughs> got those socks into production. I was wearing them yesterday and they were a top seller i mean I, I, we I need have a, three pairs. we need more socks um in we actually match.
2: we actually had a a superstition that formed this year uh because pregame yes, we did uh, a couple of games in a row yes. we we talked about the the game in advance of it yeah. And then we didn't win, right? And, and so then we, stopped. we stopped talking about the game. It
4: was basically, "Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, yep, I'll, t- yep. I'll, t- I'll talk to you after." Yeah, that was that was that was all we
2: would do. Yeah, and then we started winning. So uh, that was the beginning
3: of the seven game streak. I think we we must continue that
2: this year. I would I assume so.
3: What about you, Ree, uh, Farns? So I definitely wear the. CFC socks from the year that we wore, the first year that CFC came out with socks that could be purchased via merchandise. And I just want to say, I did not design those. I don't know who on social media or on the PA system announced I they friends,
4: were. I would just say that you Dude, you know, own, I it. own it. Own up to it. Like, absolutely I'm it. sick of you hiding no, You, know, no, no, no. you it's did one, it.
3: No, it's one thing to not own up to something because you don't believe it. You're embarrassed about it. I love those socks, the best socks we've had. The the best socks we've had, and people look at him. People look at Willie and I like, well, where'd you get those socks? We got them in two thousand and seventeen. Where'd you get your socks? <laughs> and but I want to say this: superstitions are. Just not my thing. I think they are. Says the guy who wears the same socks at every game. No, that's for fun. That's to show off. I'm uh-huh. OG CFCEO, and other people <laughs> like. Sorry, well, what? Can I get those socks? And I'm, nope, they don't make them anymore. We need to talk to Smo about that though. But I, I, superstitions to me are just like, I. It's just not me. I I think wearing those socks are for fun, not any type of superstition. Okay. All right,
1: fair. No. F-
3: you're, rapid fire.
2: You're Farms. not superstitious, <laughs> just a little sissious. Do you listen to music when you work out? <laughs> There's a negative change. Do I
3: listen to music when I work out? 100% only if I am doing this group workout over at the Sports Barn, who is a sponsor of CFC. Thank you. Shout out Sports Barn. You, you sports you not, barn? You, so you won't listen to music if you're doing it. But a group when I workout. run, it's got to be me and the sounds around me because usually I'm I, 90% of the time I'm running on trails. And the sounds of nature are way better than anything I throw into my ears. And if it's I'm running in the city, I love to hear the, the honks, the the cars going by. You're the, an interesting cat, my friend. But I
2: don't I will, think there's will, anything this, wrong with, with running with no music when but, you're outdoors. Yeah. Like I think it's fine. I agree. It's not total psychopathicness. I just, just want to when you're doing the bench press,
1: though.
3: Well, no, I mean no, because then you you need someone above you to you know. To, to To get a the spot, spot. At you yeah, and i'm you know i'm I'm, I'm very Psychopath. focused on this Hey, all no, right. Listen. Add
1: Reed to the psychopath
3: <laughs> I, list with Caleb Cole and Sheldon Grizzle. Hey, no, 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 no. So no, there's 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 beauty in silence. There's there's a sound of silence, and a lot of people don't realize that you know you can. There, it, it takes a lot to, to face yourself in the nakedness that exists in silence. My man, but, you can
2: defend yourself all you want, but you're, you're still a, so you're a psychopath. Going psychopath, psychopath <laughs> you're a psychopath. But, I, but I want to say Reed. this, if
3: I'm if I'm trying to get uh, 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 it, if I'm trying to knock out the fastest mile I can, which occasionally I do. On a track, well, I haven't done it in a while. Like in my 30s, and I'm 35, but it's been about five years. But but Daft Punk has the, pretty much their entire soundtrack from the one more time. No 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 their the entire soundtrack from the um help me out y'all. What's the name of that
2: movie? Tron. Tron. Thank you,
3: Tron. So they have a song called "Derez" and they also have a song called "End of the Line." And so I'll start off with "End of the Line." And it's like. And then it moves into Derez, which is like, and I, is I never have been able to knock out it. It, it lasts for about five minutes and, and 30 seconds, and I can't run a mile that fast. But I listen to that song, and that gets me nothing gets me going like those two songs back to back.
1: Okay, so Reed makes the three-quarters cycle list since yeah. he listens to music when three, he runs really three hard. Three-quarters. Mm-hmm.
2: I took, well, a, I took a music and film class in college and I did a, uh, a little project on the music in, that Daft Punk did for that movie. That's the only reason I know that.
1: Wooly? Uh,
4: so I sometimes listen to music, but I prefer to listen to the uh, Section 109 podcast. Good answer. Uh, uh, yeah. Well done.
1: Best uh, podcast yeah. guest yeah. ever. And
4: uh, I do love listening to the uh, BBC World football phone in i was Uh, i was hoping for news just like this is a brilliant brilliant podcast uh yeah sorry to disappoint (laughs) um this is a this is a you know one of my favorite podcasts um out there and they it's once a week and um they have a a great host but then they have a specialist uh reporter from south america and then they have a sort of another reporter from somewhere else in the world and um basically they take calls from around the world and it's, oh, it's so good and i'm awesome. waiting i'm waiting for one of you guys to call in I'm and talk about for the, i'm searching for the podcast right about now cfc because they take calls from you know all over the world and uh and is
1: its it five live world football phone in? Uh huh. that's it
4: that's the one can uh, you whatsapp them uh i don't
1: know all i gotta do is figure out when they record
4: yeah it's uh i think it's every saturday night but it's, have it's you probably, heard
1: the good news The Good News of Chattanooga Football Club. That's going to be my call-in. Yeah, there you go. So,
4: like, I don't know, once a month, they'll have a North American sort of, like, specialist. That's you. perfect and and so that's when they'll field a lot of questions for north america and stuff so it would be perfect uh, you guys would be absolutely perfect so should we how just call? On? how often people and from ringgold call
0: him like hey i want to talk about football you got the football going on
3: well, the, thing. the
4: producers don't put me through <laughs> <laughs> yeah. should but,
0: we uh, should we call in as a trio like I use the podcast get, set up and call in and be I mean, like hey so this is a, is a podcast a calling a podcast
4: but i think all five of us. i would be so interested if you yeah i think listen to it and see you know and then yeah. try and time it when the north american correspondent's yeah. on there but it's it's so good and that's awesome uh, so yeah that's last
2: America's question on. most controversial question mm-hmm. bro i can see i can
3: see the rapid fire questions y'all are skipping a couple don't make it that last question but, but, timmy put it back up i can't
2: it's turn done. his mic up jay. <laughs> jay turn his mic up <laughs> farns does pineapple belong on pizza of course yes my friend
0: Wooly, does pineapple belong on pizza? Okay, so I got this is a two-part answer.
4: All right, I would <laughs> yes, have said in my youth, I would have said yes, but now but you're older and wiser uh, and you know better, right? And it and it has absolutely no place on pizza. Darn How that. dare you! It's just
2: the th- man speaks the truth.
4: <sighs> yeah, it, d- it just doesn't. That doesn't work, does it? Well, it I guess work.
0: you know. You could be smart on some things and someone not smart on others, but you uh, can't be you can't be right all the time. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but. Shout out to TJ for posting the picture of the turkey and kiwi on pine- on on pizza. I love yeah. it. You, it's it's, it's I literally wanted to vomit. It's the grossest thing. I, I love- think I was on the, I, I never tweet on the section 109 Twitter like that's always breezy. I saw that and I was like, I think for the goodness of mankind, we can all disagree
2: on that. One. Honestly, <laughs> like, it's a, it's a war crime. Like yeah. that's the kind of thing that you hold off to the hay.
3: Yeah. I will <laughs> eat that turkey and kiwi on pizza I figured you would. Is it organic? Oh, it's like after I don't
0: listen to music while I work out, I'm going to eat <laughs> kiwi and turkey on a pizza. Do you <laughs> like turkey?
3: Um, it depends. Yes, uh, you do. Cause you're asking the questions. Do you like kiwi? No. Well, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, I just yes, want to be do. a dick. Do you like pizza? Yes, mm. you do. Mmm. Turkey and kiwi pizza. I'm, oh, honestly, hell. I just vomited in my mouth. This is, new, That's so, all this
2: it. is so
1: gross. Yeah. That's the new DiGiorno. Thanks, TJ. I
0: appreciate it. <laughs>
3: Hey, before we go, hold on. I'm not done yet. We don't we need some f- rapid fire questions for these boys over here, Willie? We're just gonna come on, come up. Oh, with you them got with questions for us? <laughs> I'm ready. We do now. We're about to, right? Let's do it. Let's okay. go for it. Sapod take You go first. <laughs>
4: uh, no. Uh, okay. All right. Favorite yeah. favorite CFC player of all time. Go. And we we'll, we will do
0: this rapid fire. Go. Leo Dismet. Uh, Matt. Ooh. Um, shout out Liu! I use your player on score match.
2: <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with. I've actually never thought about this before. I mean, I created a, a topple. You know, Hurry! It's 11, rapid fire. I, never. Don't, I don't know.
3: I mean, my rapid fires lasted for like. <laughs> it's a true. Minute and a half. I was about to call him Reed, but uh, I'm gonna pick. Who's, I, brought, who's Reed? I've I've never thought about this, Trevor but I'm Mark.
1: gonna go. I'm gonna go. Greg. I'm gonna go. Greg Hartley. I love it.
3: That was breezy, by the way. We're still so breezy. Said Greg, and now we're back to Cuneglio because Jay said Leo dismet.
2: I think I'm gonna go. Just say Luis. Trude. Yeah, it's mm. the right pick. I was, I was. So it, it was down between him and Aldo, mm. and mm. it was part Aldo because of the the fouls and the yellow cards. Ah, uh, fouling is winning. Fouling is winning.
4: And it's just an awesome guy, great guy.
3: All right, next one. Uh, I've got go. a favorite. May, may I? Go. May I? Yeah, go. Favorite seat. Chattanooga Football Club jersey. Paul Rustand.
2: is last <laughs> name. <laughs> I'll let everyone else go first. Um, Twenty
0: seventeen away jersey. The whites with the split on the collar and then the sides. Of uh, the that's, light that's blue a, and the dark that's blue. It's a very good one. So My to, favorite, so of to all time.
3: clarify, that was an all white jersey with a Volkswagen symbol in the middle, and the the sleeve was a different color than the sleeve. Than the sleeve. Yeah, yeah. The not sleeve the X, was, a, was, was a navy, and then the other sleeve was a sky, sky blue. Sky blue, correct. A white jersey. A, a very jersey.
1: good jersey. I think this year's a way top. 2019?
3: 2019. 2019 like is away top. Good, good answer. The light blue. We, it, we'll describe it a little bit more. It's that, it's that
1: light blue with the uh, dark blue pinstripes in, in kind of a asymmetrical stripe. They were horizontal. Yeah, yeah. Asymmetrical stripes. Um, it and X. it was the electric blue. It was not, and it had the uh, Volkswagen or not Volkswagen. you me, the Wolfsburg X in it. So you had the uh, the crest and that X in it as well.
2: I think I have to go with the with the away light blue jersey from 2019. Very good. Oh, same one. Was
3: same yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So fun story about that, by the way. That that color is way off. That color is way off oh, from what Paul Rustin oh, Russ, originally. He's, he's talked Russin, about it. Rustin told us that on listen, the podcast. If you yeah, would was listen was to the Section the Red Red podcast. And lo <laughs> and behold, it was the best-selling oh, oh, wagers that we've had in a couple of years. So it we'll just goes to show, you know, you just do the best you can, work with the vendors the best you can, and let the people buy what they can. All right. We'll All right what's, your, favorite, what's your favorite? Favorite CFC game? Jay.
0: Jeez. Um, now, that's a good one. I would, I mean, I'm going to have to say 18,000 yep.
1: versus Cosmos. Yep. I, I Did, think that no that's n- unanimous. 2015 yeah. national final. Can't beat yeah.
2: it. Yeah. I, mean, I we, mean, we couldn't beat them either, but like, can't beat that game. Yeah, too, like, soon, <laughs> <laughs> too soon, Matthew. Too soon. I will say, uh, as, as an alternate, the 2010 final in Huntsville, Alabama... Ooh, look where, at me! I've been here a long time. Where we end up, <laughs> where we end up losing the Sacramento Gold. But
0: I'll, I'll also say the Indiana Fire game of 20, 2015. blue jerseys, white collar twenty fifteen. Yeah, That was an incredible. That was game a good well. game yeah. in the U.S. Open Cup, right? No, it was just playoffs. No playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. So
3: How did no one mention the two thousand fifteen home jerseys? Please,
2: they were good, but not they were, number one. They're, to, they're top five for sure.
3: Oh yeah, number two.
2: They so might my, be. I mean, like they might be the best. They might be legitimately the best home jersey we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And how clean and simple and classic was it? I've quite seen. Just the collar, the execution yeah, yeah. of the collar
3: wasn't great. I mean, honest. <laughs> like It was thing, floppy
2: it's
0: and weird. Funny because the collar tight. was my favorite part.
2: The only thing that holds no, no, it back. <laughs> it, looked, it looked
1: cool, but the, the yeah. fit of it was horrible. Yeah. It was really annoying. Okay. We
2: haven't had a truly great collar okay. yet.
3: What is your favorite part about doing this Section 109 podcast? Oh, I, I've got and don't be don't be lovey dovey. Just if it is lovey dovey, that's okay. But <laughs> be raw. I want the truth. Okay, so I, I you really, can't handle the truth. I can't <laughs> handle it, baby. So
1: I get to sit. I I really enjoy a lot of things about the podcast. But one of my favorite parts is I get to sit down and have a conversation like this around the table. Where if I just asked you while we're sitting here having a beer at, at CBC, hey, how did you end up working at at CFC? your story be interrupted 6 times and it, it wouldn't be as detailed or as whatever but because we're talking in front of microphones you're going to tell a long detailed story mm-hmm. where you like relive it and recount it because you know you're telling it to someone else besides me and we get to have this lo- these long conversations about things that I just wouldn't find out about you and so I I mean I'm I think I've said this before on the podcast but I I hope listeners like this but I don't make this podcast for listeners I make this podcast for me and if others enjoy it awesome and if you don't like We'll go to l- can... something else like <laughs> yeah. I, I want to have these conversations with people and if other people find them cool then great but I get to talk to players I get to talk to people I like like you guys and, and so yeah it sounds lovey-dovey and whatever but that's I love these conversations and I love that this format and this situation lets us have a different kind of conversation than you would just have at a bar even if it is similar to a conversation you would have at a bar boom I just like talking about CFC
2: <laughs> so. I
0: love it uh, other than transforming my guest room into a total podcast studio, my favorite part is channeling uh, family roots of my grandfather, who was a radio host in northern Florida for a long time. So my whole family listens to this because they think it's so cool to hear a reincarnation, if you will, of somebody in the past, my family, who did this as a profession. So that happens to be my, my favorite part. That's awesome. All right. Last question.
2: Oh. Does it have to be the last? Well, what did you say? Well, Next question. Yes, maybe we, we should do the last question. I need to go home and get see whiskey.
4: All <laughs> right, last question. Um, I, I'm fascinated. Where do you see the club in? Oh, oh wow. Uh, let's give it. Let's give it. Um,
2: what's a nice number? Please, no more than ten.
4: Ten. Ten <sighs> years time. Where do you see the club in ten years time? I think mean, this is fascinating for 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 us because we work inside the club, but we're also huge fans of the club, you know? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think we really hugely value you guys and your opinion.
2: I would love to see, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a C or a goal type question, but I would love to see the club, uh, and given that the American soccer system, the, the way it's constructed is, is dumb. Um, but I would love to see us navigate whatever the system presents itself and find a way to be in the second division the division i assume mls is not going away the division below mls uh, and however that happens is, is how it happens uh but i would love to be like the small the, the small club from the small city like just like punching above its weight um,
4: i think I've, that's that's a really good point because i think when we've done presentations to sort of groups you know um so we did one last year for a group of uh, students that were coming from all over europe to utc doing sort of like an exchange program and we we're talking about cfc and we got this great paul rustan designed this great sort of you know graphic for us for a presentation that we have you know and it sort of shows the the pyramid of u.s soccer and stuff and mm-hmm. I, I always explain that if we had an open system here in the america CSC would definitely be at the second level by now yeah you know because we would have sure. organically naturally we would have. well got we, we would have also you know? gotten in early
2: and, enough because we started early uh, enough. right
4: and and you know we've had that success you know that we would have naturally gone up you know we would have been promoted and it just kills me that we don't have that
1: opportunity <laughs> yeah. here. you know and it's, it's stifling the game it completely. is completely but breezy uh, so i i it's shocking that Matt and I have the same opinion on this. I, I think we would we'll be, we would be in the second. I hope we will be in the second division somehow. What I hope more than anything is that we are still a thriving um, club. This is a really big transition period with with the club right now, transitioning to fully professional, full time, long season. So I want to see us get to financial stability. You know, we knew that when we made the jump from amateur to pro. One of the reasons that the Um, owner buy-in was so big for everyone is that it gave the club some runway some extra Mm. money in the bank to Mm -hmm. make that transition and so my hope is that you know by year 10 we would not only be surviving but thriving right that we would have built upon the first 10 years and so 10 years from now will be 20 years in and that you know the second division like exactly how Matt laid it out is is good with me and and my goals um or my, my vision i should say and then Additionally, I just hope we're a thriving second division club as opposed to a languishing um, you know fourth division you know bottom dweller, which is which is not out of the um, realm of, of possibilities. I don't think it's likely, but it's not impossible
0: yeah uh, I think my answer. <laughs> I think the easy way to say my answer would be you know second division having a cup of coffee in the first, having great runs, great cup runs and all but I, I truly think that the CFC has a, a special Place in American soccer where we can be a trendsetter and an example setter for other clubs who want to grow organically, like we did, so that when we do look past the 10 years, down 20, down 30, there is a definite example of how to grow organically, do things right in your community, and grow a club the right way, and maybe that can change the American soccer system. Now, that's the end all be all, but I think an example for other clubs on how to really grow organically, really do good things in your community, be sustainable. And I think a blueprint would be a good word.
4: So I'm going to answer this myself as well. Go for it. Um, But I mean, I think for me, one thing that I would love to see in 10 years time is that we have more, more kids, more, um, more youth, sort of involved in the club in terms yeah. of coming to support it and stuff. And I love it. I mean I think a lot about the you know the kids. Well you're that, you're in the driver's seat for that. Well the kids that we work with of OGA, I mean they get a jersey <laughs> and they that jersey is their ticket. They get they get to come to games. Yeah. But we, we see only what, five percent of them actually come to games. Yeah. So that's a big thing that we've got to improve on. Mm-hmm. And it's but I think a lot of it is because and what I wanna see, I you know, I think about my own, you know, growing up supporting my own team um, you know, so I, I love my home team, you know, because mm. I was born in that city and I love the club, you know, and I love everything about the club. And I just I don't think we're there, you know, in, in the youth uh, in our city. I mean, I think the academy, we have a great connection there with, with kids, but I don't think with the larger population of kids. And like, uh, you know, I think maybe, you know, let's let's think about our Hispanic population, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, you know i don't think they have that tie and that emotional connection with the club yet and i really would love in 10 years time that they they do have that you know and yeah. they come and they uh, they they're part of the games and they want to you know i want to be a cfc player you know and that i just it, it, it's not there yet and i really
3: would love to see that happen in 10 the, years
1: time the, the diversity of our our city is truly represented in, uh, in the support of our club
3: yeah i agree and my answer to Wooly's question which piggybacks off of woolly's answer is that you only give your heart away to a club once right yeah. and so what can cfc do to create this environment man where your club your your heart is given away to this club and you keep it there So in 10 years, I hope that we do have this really raucous, awesome, just developed, just focus on the youth because that's who gives their heart away to clubs.
0: I, I agree, and what I'll say is one thing I didn't mention in my answer is I hope that we drive the question out of, well, who's your English team? Well, who's your European team? I'd like it to be, no, you support the city that you come from and the club does things in your community. I, I we tend to talk about our English teams on this podcast, and I I heavily consider editing that part out every <laughs> single freaking time we yeah. talk no, about my, it because it I mean, pisses me off a you, little yeah. bit.
3: No, but like, you must though because the best soccer teams in the world they are not in America. True, the but we are a CFC centric podcast. The, the, I mean, the, the most, the se- all everyone,
1: all the best soccer teams in the world except Chattanooga Football yes. Club. Yes, thank <laughs> yeah. you, sir. Yeah. I
0: just think that, that that question I would like to see that. Dissolve a little bit. I think with generations, you're going to keep that question around. It's it's going to happen with the older crowd, but I think younger people. I would I would love for that question to to go.
2: Since we shorted uh, Farns a couple a couple of the rapid fires, we're going to ask a couple listener questions to close this out. Let's do it, Farns, and this is directly directly for you. What is your preferred hair and beard combo?
3: Ooh. Mm, for match day, I love me a good mohawk that's blue. Yes. And as far as the face, was that part of the question? Yes.
0: Yes. The I, chops. I, I, Let's be, get to it. The uh, chops. Yeah, chops. The chops. The chops. You but you I, have I, impressive I, chops. I, I've I've been very inc-
3: impressive chops. But I'm looking around at Caniglia. I'm looking at Breezy. I see that little sub you have going on. Thank I you. I see Thank you. you. And I see you. We all could do chops, people. Actually, do y'all mind all doing chops for me for just... Yes. One yes, game. I mind. I only, mind completely. Only,
0: only if you go full mullet this season. If you go full <laughs> mullet, dude. When you when we did CFC office soccer and you dressed up as uh, Joe Dirt, mm-hmm. you was, looked. You looked. You what, fit. A lot of people it don't was, realize that
3: a mullet takes a really, 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 really long time. What That's if? True. What
1: That's if you did Mohawk and mullet mullet at the same time? And uh, first of all, it's a Malay. Well, <laughs> I was, I was say, <laughs> That's
3: hey, it. <laughs> no, I'm looking at everyone. So all you have to do is grow a beard like Caniglia has right now. He has this nice full black beard. You have a great.
1: beard. That would take me six months.
3: <laughs> That's fine. Let's all plan ahead six months, and then for one game we do mut we do the chops, and then the next day we all shave.
0: I'll I'll go ahead and raise my hand, and I'll agree to that. Boom. Oh, I'm out.
3: I'm out.
4: Uh, no, I just.
0: Uh, I will if if they're out, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be the only one. You're you're good at being no, the only one. You Farns pull is it gonna, off well. He's gonna
4: do it, whatever. So I mean,
3: yeah, I mean That's true.
2: That's I think true. I think my my day job would preclude me from participating. No, sure. I, might, I might participate in some chops. It, we play on
3: Saturdays, bro, and then you shave on Sunday, and then you work on Monday. What about
1: the six months before? <laughs> <then>? <laughs>
3: it's a beard. Look <laughs> that, that beard he has right now that he went to work with today. So you,
0: so you would have to get rid of the beard to do the job.
2: No, 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 dude. not only that, but also you like, need the beard. I to need do to the, start. Sh- I need to. I need to shave this thing next week, or like like trim it down a little bit. Why? Because
0: Washington why? doesn't like the beard. <laughs> Nashville loves the beard. Washington doesn't like the beard.
2: Nashville also needs to like see like like this is like the limit of what Nashville will want in the beard. How old is that I beard? Don't work how in the, old is that beard? How old is that beard? music industry, okay? Like I do other things.
3: How old is that beard? Uh
2: from where it was at its shortest point like how long somehow, would it take you to get to where it is now? This is roughly 6 weeks.
3: Okay, so all I'm asking is for a couple of weeks, everyone, to grow out your beard and then shave it into chops for one match day, and we all live in glory for about 24 hours, and we shave it on a Sunday and go about our lives. The problem I- I is agree. not
2: is, is not my six weeks. is that his six weeks are like my 18 months.
1: Okay, I will
3: agree on...
1: I think you got those flipped backwards. Um, it takes me eighteen months to grow what you grow in six weeks. <laughs> um, I, w- I will agree on one condition: you have to bring the blue dye.
3: And I don't. I'll put it in my mohawk, but I just don't think it belongs on. Well, chops.
1: So, so
4: the only the only time that you bring that in is when we get to playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. All right. So p- p- play I mean, playoffs. It's- playoffs?
5: <laughs> which p- playoffs?
3: You want to talk about playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Uh, that's a good, uh, so, all right, we've already announced the home opener, right? Correct. March 14th.
2: I guess today we is the 22nd. I'm I'm we debated. can talk about some news if we want. <laughs> yeah. You guys have any breaking news to share? Um, Reed,
3: this is your news section. <laughs> really, well, I can't resist section. anymore. Guys, <laughs> I'm starting forward on Sunday for
2: AVA team. I'm so excited. They're letting you play forward.
3: Yep, oh, no, I'm the captain of the team So I, <laughs> I was the captain of the team And then Wooly took it over Then Wooly is like oh, I've got a kid now, I can't do this anymore And I was like, I mean So Reed's yeah. starting himself with the number 9 <laughs> So now it comes down to me To picking the starting 9 And you know what, when it comes to being a Don't leader, you guys have pipe now? We do. So he's just always like, Pipe, and then everyone else. <laughs> so by, so Pipe was a player on the team, and he's just such a goal scorer for Chattanooga Football Club and runs circles around our, our Sunday League team. But his goal last Sunday was amazing. But I want to say, being a leader is not what I like doing. Being the captain of the team is not what I like doing. It feeds your ego, but I must say... I'm a people pleaser. I want people to like me and think you're so cool and think you're so. So awesome. we
2: would like you a lot more if you shared some uh, some breaking some, news. Some maybe the schedule.
3: Can I can I tell Molly that? Okay. All right, guys, you're not gonna like post this anytime soon, right?
2: We can edit it out.
3: I'm gonna wear my CFC socks tomorrow. <laughs> That's breaking news, I just want everyone to know about. It. Put, put it on him, your skin. Put them in the car. <laughs> All right.
2: Put the bag over his head. Put him back in the car.
1: Best type of pasta
2: noodle.
3: (laughs) Fusilli.
1: (laughs) Is that a a real pasta noodle? (laughs) Isn't that a bow tie? Dude,
3: Breezy, you were in Italy for way too long to not know that fusilli is a wonderful, beautiful, sauce-holding noodle. I think you might be saying that word incorrectly. (laughs) F-U-S-I-L-I. I mean Fusai, I don't know. I thought he was going to spell fushire. out something differently then. <laughs> <laughs>
4: glad he, glad he went the, uh, the way he did. Um, <laughs> what's the one uh, that's sort of like shaped like little ears? Um, oh, it, it's it's made in Bari. Oh, it's orekete. Orekete, that's it. I like that one. I nice.
2: That. I like it. Wooly elbow pasta. I think it's the English term. Boys, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: is there anything that we have forgotten to ask you anything you wanted to I, share
2: like a schedule i i, I just <laughs> wanted
4: to brag on uh on our guy jay Buchanan <sighs> here um the i mean we were talking about the william Farns show earlier uh the radio show um but you know i mean the other side of that has been the videos that we've done which have been so much fun i mean we've loved doing that and that has been because of jay uh jay's been awesome at uh coming up with um the ideas for those but then just how to shoot them and uh i mean they've just gotten better and better so that that's yeah. been that's been really that's been so much fun doing those and you know we couldn't have done that without jay um so i mean i just really wanted to to brag on him and uh you know just you know a lot of that is, is all, it's all down to him so producer
1: thank, jay. Thank you, jay shout out jay Shout out, producer Jay. Shout me, out to me. Let me I want to <laughs> follow weird. up with
3: that. So I, I went to the Lookout Wild Film Festival this past weekend. If you haven't been listeners, you must go to Lookout Wild Film Festival. It's a plug. Simply because I love it so much. But one thing I learned. <laughs> Are you getting paid by that? <laughs> one thing I learned was that they'll make these documentaries about what seems to be a solo trip a mountain bike all the way from Banff, Canada down to the USA and Mexico border. But what a lot of people don't realize is that there is a cameraman <clears throat> doing the same thing every meter, every foot, yeah. every step of the way with that person enduring the sleet and the snow and the hot and the cold and the loneliness. And so Wooly and I are lucky enough to be in front of the camera and there Jay is behind it with like... 50 pounds of equipment and lugging all this stuff and lining it up and then spending so Wooly and I have so much fun recording it and Jay loves recording it too I think but then Wooly and I go back to doing what we do and then Jay has to edit it all and I don't even know what goes into editing but I know it's a lot of time so to echo what Wooly said um, Jay, thank you for helping make Wooly and Farnes what Wooly and Farnes is and of course, you know Kenny so, Leo, and Breezy. Thank you so much for. So I think we can, this, we, we can having us on.
4: We can't give a pod exclusive, right? That there is a new
0: William Farns coming out soon. What? Hey, I, I think we okay. can drop that. Yeah, actually news. we can. news. Right. We,
3: we went to where did we go?
0: Reed. We,
3: <laughs> we went to not East Brainerd Road. We went to Brainerd Road to Sirguni's Family Fund Center. Come I think fig- I fixed that. By the way, you did. You you bleeped out the the uh, east. No, I just took it out, but yes. <laughs> Man, you should have bleeped I, it. That would have been better. He, I, uh, Willie and I have grown so much in our in like two or three years of the William Farn stuff. Man, we used to be so nervous, and now maybe we're a little bit lackadaisical, <laughs> and I'm throwing in East Brainerds and Brainerds, and I'm like, like, who cares? It's all about William Farns. <laughs> what it's really about is the... <laughs> <laughs> what it's really... is about the fans. It's about the listeners to the pod. L T T P listeners to the pod,
1: the acronym king.
0: All j- right, fellas,
2: Jay. Yes, sir. Where can the listeners find you on
0: social uh, media? I well, I'm on Twitter um, at j underscore Buchanan. But do but you know where
1: he's most prevalent? Where I'm. I
2: mo-
0: think it's on Instagram. Where
1: I'm most at prevalent j? on
0: in- <laughs> on Instagram is at letter J. You can also find me now on my
1: newly named YouTube channel, Letter J, all one word. Wooly, where can the folks find you if they want to yell at you about how to pronounce Derby, cor- how to pronounce Derby correctly on social media?
4: Yeah. So you can, uh, what is it, follow on Twitter? Uh-huh. I think yeah. that's yes. the right.
1: Um, yeah. I am at Chattanooga Chap.
3: Oh. I love it. All right. Chap. Read. Beautiful. Where can the people yell at you on social media? It's a couple different handles. One of them is Reed underscore Farnsley. The other one is Farnsley underscore Reed. <laughs> or you What's can the come difference? to the, you can come to the new CFC offices at 1307 Carter Street you will find us there. Matt, where can the uh, listeners find you on social media?
2: You can find me on Instagram at i am Keniglio, and you can find me on Twitter at whiskey is fine. And this is Breezy, you can find me at andrew
1: breezy on Twitter. Thank you for listening and we'll catch up with you soon. Good.